inappropriate. Here we go. Yeah, I love that pub place. Uh, Chris, I got a beer for today, and it's called the Sunday Feels because uh, it's Sunday, and we will probably have the feels. Yes, I listened to we'll the episode to from last weekend. Mm -hmm. This too. one was a. I was telling Jenny like this one was a tough one for me to figure out. The last one mm. sort of like just sort of made sense, but then today's. I'm just like, it's like an hour before. I'm like, I don't know what we're doing, Jenny. <laughs> <laughs> so hopefully it'll work out. In the meantime, though, oh, uh, if I'm you sure look at uh, the, the screen there, uh, Fernando, you will see that we have oh, yeah. the uh, map getting on the way. I put little notes in there in yellow. Um, I don't remember which yeah. one was your room, actually, off the top. Of His is up next to mine. Right. Yeah. Right. Where's? So it's over yeah. here. Yeah. Oh, okay, cool. Where we have to roll at disadvantage on the rolling yeah. table. <laughs> on the fucking wild magic. Which, uh, yeah, I am I am uh, going to take a little stance on that and be like, I will oh. decide when we roll for that. It can't be all yeah. the time. <laughs> but okay, I did cool. put Dana as Angela a cactus downstairs. Because I said it was downstairs. meant to be like, it was meant to be like every morning. Thing. That's a lot. Yeah. And the thing so, is, there's so only much. 20 options, so there'll be a lot of cacti. Yeah. So, um... Is everybody good? In oh, no, we need to roll Fernando's um, performance. So performance check, please. You're going to make oh, two okay. checks. Because you said you're going to do it okay. for right? Yes. Um, and then I have a I have a bonus now, right? Because of my Christmas present? I mean, because of my uh, yeah. winter. Uh, which, if you guys look present. in your um, journal, uh, you should have a folder that says Christmas 2020. And all of your stuff should be located there. If you need mm. reminders, it's great because I forget that. Yeah. Okay. Uh, this does not give you a bonus on your. You just roll drum like normal. It doesn't give me a bonus on. <laughs> no, the plus checks. two is. Uh, That's so funny. The plus two is yeah. for uh, whatever. Spell attacks it says and Spell saves, attacks. Mm -hmm. which is still very cool. Yeah. <laughs> All right, here we go. That is a an eighteen for the first roll. Okay. I'm just writing them here so I remember. Okay, and then here comes the second one. That is a 15. Okay. All right, still uh, tuning the skin, so to say. Uh, let's see um, how well that does with that. You... Okay, that's enough. So basically, normally you would owe 50 gold... Oh, sorry, 40 gold for the two weeks. But with your performance mm -hmm. uh, working in Hillsfar, uh, and I guess Suzale back and forth, you um, incur no, no, um, no cost. Everything Sweet. balances it out. Okay, but I don't, like, make any money either. No. Uh, get out of the okay. dice tray. That being said, you also are able to put uh, a message to um, Thistle in um, the castle to grant an audience to you. And coincidentally, okay. that audience is today. Wow. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, um, Fernando tells everyone, like, in the manner, you know, hey, I've set up a meeting with Lord Thistle. Um to discuss any preparations that need to happen um, if to um, perhaps figure out what our role in the coming war will be etc uh, etc et okay that works so uh, with that um, before you head off to uh, Suzale to talk to Thistle uh, advisor mm -hmm. Han approaches you uh, this was the architect of the manor house uh, it's yes. uh, he's a um, middle-aged man, uh, prematurely gray. He has long uh, mustache, like a Fu Manchu, uh, going mm -hmm. on. He's bald, uh, bald man. He looks around the manor house. He looks very pleased with himself, and he just explains, 
All right, everything's been up to specifications. I heard that someone wants to try and uh, test the vault, so to say. Uh, if you are able to uh, beat the craftsmanship, I will give you the agreed-upon discount. So uh, let's get to it, shall we? And he leads you all down to the basement where you see a large, um, ornate uh, vault door in front of you. Um, it is uh, mechanical in, in nature. It's a combination lock. It is not based on lock picking. Um, so I'm going to incur a minus five penalty on this check. Okay. Let's see how we go. Well, DC 25. Some very dramatic, like, uh, is it, is it your take to take spider elf and make it like more like mission impossible? (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. So I'm basically like playing that. And, uh, so great. You get a D 10 to add into that. Cool. And I also, um, well, it depends on how you want to use it, but I have the um, eyes of my newt seeing. Okay, but uh, I don't because this isn't based on sight, this is more based on like uh, feel and, and listening. I'm going to say it doesn't apply. Okay. Ready? Okay. Alrighty, let's do this. You made time. so many dice. Are you telling me you haven't made a D10 yet? Oh yeah, I have. <laughs> <laughs> let's just find it amongst. The I just want to find the one that has tens on every side. That's exactly what I was thinking. <laughs> <laughs> There's too many dice now. You're not supposed know. to know about that one. Hey. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so Han crosses arms and sits back and smiles, waiting to see uh, if you're able to deduce the combination. Okay. But is it still a, a thieves tool roll? Yes, it's still a thieves tool roll minus five because you're using them in a different way, um, plus d10 from the bardic inspiration. Gotcha. Thirty-five. Well, shit. <laughs> so he wait. Looks, was that uh, was that with the d10? Yeah, yeah. Okay. I rolled a 10 on the D10. I was like, yes! (laughs) Uh, He looks in surprise as you click open, and then the vault just swings open this large steel door, and he's just like, that's impossible. There's no way. Fine. Uh, A deal's a deal. I'll uh, deduct uh, 25% from the cost of the vault, uh, dropping the cost to 1,500. Nice. All right. I'll have to... uh, Um a refund to some of the other party members. Uh, by the way, uh, this adventure is taking place around the, about the same time as the other group, so you're all off okay. doing your own thing. Okay? Okay. Um, so with that, he brings up uh, the bill of um, of sale uh, with all the adjustments, which I'll pull up for you on the screen right now. Uh, so, uh, can you guys see that? Mm-hmm. All right, so location in Hillsfar. Designer is advisor Han. The original cost was 5,000 gold pieces, which was paid for by Esso back in the day. Uh, these mm-hmm. are the different upgrades. You added lavish furnishings, high-quality vault, elaborate kitchen, stable blacksmith arcane lab, and the extra rooms and materials cost came up to 1,000. So the entire cost for the entire manor was 9,500 gold pieces, um, which I will now subtract another 500, so it's 9,000 even. And divided 12 ways, that's going to be 750 gold each. Sound good? Uh, mm-hmm. The other group will get um, the difference. 500, which they paid, uh, divided by 6. 
they'll get 83 gold pieces back. All right, cool. Um, so these, what was the amount we each have to pay now? 750. 750, okay. And it must be paid in gold because you're not in Cormier right now. Um, if yes. anybody cannot pay right now, someone else is going to have to cover. I doubt I, I have that much gold because I just started this character. <laughs> I can cover you. Yeah, I was like, I can, I can oh, cover I can. if needed. Most of your gold, Fernando, will be Cormirian Lions. Uh, In fact, probably true. all of it will be, because you come from Cormir. Mm-hmm. Do you want to split the cost with me, Sarah? Yeah, I can do that. I appreciate that. I can't even find... What's 750 divided by two? I can't do math That's... right now. 375. 375. Yeah. All right, so <clears throat> Sarah and I will pay 750 plus 375. Yep. Okay. And I will mark down I owe 83 gold to the other folks. For <laughs> Ryan breaking into the impossible vault. <laughs> <laughs> that works. Um, here are the benefits you get from your current um, place. Every day you start a long, you have a long rest there. Um, because of your furnishings, you get 15 temporary hit points. So whenever we start an adventure from the manor, like now, uh, you start with 15 temporary hit points. If I try to break into the vault, I have a DC 25, which is impossible. No one could do it. And then <laughs> uh, you also get fresh horses from the Harpers um, anytime you go on an adventure, as long as you start from here. Uh, anything Smith-related when you're crafting is reduced by a week. Anything Arcane-related is reduced by a week as well. Everyone cool? Mm -hmm. uh, uh, Malira is your groundskeeper and stablemaster, and that's Shibi's cousin. Uh, the cook is to be determined, as well as the housekeeper. The other group has some ideas in mind, which you guys can discuss, uh, because I'm pretty sure you're going to want to do a hero's feast before the Battle of Cormier. All right? Yeah. Um, so... <laughs> this might be the last time we all leave together. <laughs> <laughs> so, uh, advisor Han... Uh, Looks as he looks very uh, confident in his way. He's like, "This is this is my masterpiece. People will be talking about this place for for years to come." As he turns into a cactus. <laughs> um, and with that, he he leaves uh, the place. Is there anything you guys want to discuss, do, or so on before? Actually, I have some questions for you, but um, before I get to that, does, do you guys have anything you wanted to say or do? Um, no, I think the last time I played, it was all very, very awkward just because of the whole Fig's eye thing, but mm -hmm. Ellie would have been working to try to, like, smooth over whatever bridges she could. Dana's not here to, like, have to deal with that so much. Like, Ellie's personality is going to be more like, okay, we can both agree that Fig's did something stupid. You couldn't, <laughs> you couldn't stop him, and so, like... <laughs> Neither of us is happy with this, but we can move on with it, whereas okay. Dana might be a little bit more petty about it. But So, um, speaking of which, um, Dana is not here today, and uh, Ellie, I'd like you to come up with a reason why, and it can be retrofitted to fit Jack's character if he has a... I mean, nothing crazy, right? Uh, but I just want an explanation as to why Dana isn't coming with you to Suzanne. Okay, so you can think okay. about that. Um, while I move on to uh, Shibi. So, uh, Shibi, your cousin is the stable ma master and groundskeeper and seems to have um, come out of her shell a little bit. Um, she starts to, she's made friends in the, t in the hills far and uh, she likes having a little bit of independence. Uh, she's doing a great job. Uh, she is going by May now. 
so she prefers okay. that. Mainly because I accidentally called her malaria for the longest time. Uh, <laughs> um, but yes, yeah, so that's just what's going on with her. Uh, Esther, um, have you heard from your pack or uh, interacted with them in any way during these past couple of weeks during the um, preparations for battle? Um, I suppose I've been corresponding with them just to see if they've noticed anything out of the ordinary. Um, like, I caught up on the last session and uh, the. Which is the happening crew during this out. session. Oh, okay. It's the same time. Mm-hmm. Okay. Yeah. Okay, so I guess I wouldn't know. <laughs> well, you much. could know that because if you've been corresponding with them, then whatever you learned from the last session, you would have access to that. So you can say that now if you'd like. Okay, so we they found out that the forces are moving from the east, um, and something is happening in the south from Suzeo as well. Mm-hmm. Now that part, we'll just put a little little zip on that one. But okay, uh, <laughs> the one from the east, I will say you're allowed. So the um, the werewolves inside the uh, King's Forest, uh, they have heard uh, movement coming from the Hermit Woods, their old uh, haven to the east. And apparently, for some reason, the hags have aligned themselves with Eris and are sending a horde of uh, hybrid werewolves to attack Suzale from the east. Good times. Yay, hags. <laughs> All right. Uh, what do you think, uh, Ellie? Do you, need, you got any idea on Dana? Um, so I'm going to run with something that we joked about anyways. Perfect. That um, we were trying to figure out more of a backstory for Ellie here and there, just as like... Like I still haven't figured out exactly where she's from, except that it was like an, it's a nice place, and I'm hoping that if I don't tell you, that means they're not going to die a horrible death sometime soon. Probably safer. But, uh, yeah, you know. But we had joked like, what would be a really, you know, what would be like the most adorable, ridiculous thing that they could do as like a family business? And we decided on Almirage Farmers, and um, because they're super cute, but also very stabby. Um, so. The running joke that Jack had for a while was that, oh, once Dana finds out more about this, she's going to start exploring how we get one as a pet. Oh, God, they are really. And so I'm not saying that we're getting one at this point, because I would think that there would be some sort of, like, figuring out of things. But I, I get the impression that once she learns that this exists and that this is the family business, she's going to be very curious and probably exploring. So she is probably hanging out with some local stabby bunnies okay that works for me so uh if you don't know what an el mirage is everybody uh, i'm putting it in the facebook chat that's an el mirage i closed facebook yeah i gotta find my facebook so there you go Mm. pretty awesome i like it all right oh my god (laughs) (laughs) can you see why we were like exactly this is precisely what ellie's family did like we were we were like there's there's nothing more wholesome or cute that we can do for this also if you do something wrong then they will turn on you and stab you with their foot-long horns yep i love it and jack was like that actually explains an awful lot about (laughs) (laughs) i like it all right so oh my uh, god with that if everyone's gonna sniff it so hard If everyone's good, um, we're going to say you start with 15 (laughs) extra um, hit points for your temporary hit points, and um, Mm -hmm. you're all accompanying uh, Fernando to Suzale. Yes. 
Um, Everyone good? Anything else we need to do before we get into the game? No. Okay, so uh, from Hillsfar, you walk through the portal and transport instantaneously to Suzale, and it's a very different um, atmosphere altogether. Hillsfar is much more of like a heavy metropolis, a lot of merchants, a lot of artisans, and then when you go to Suzale, it's more um, like a fantastical palace. Uh, it's very, it's much more fairy tale esque than Hillsfar is. Mm-hmm. Um, so you see the long spires of the castle where Thistle is in the distance. And uh, as you exit, um, you, um, you know, see that the garrisons are starting to uh, place ballistae and other siege weapons in response to um, Eris's assault. What would you like to do? Uh, Fernando will turn to the group and say, um, uh, you're all welcome to come with me um, to the uh, meeting with Lord Thistle. Um, if you have any um, particular concerns or uh, questions, uh, I would very much um, value your input as uh, some of the people who have been most directly fighting the Zentarim. Uh, but uh, that is that's where I'm heading uh, right away. All right, so Fernando's heading towards uh, the castle. Is everyone mm-hmm. else feeling the same? Yeah. I'll go with them. I know Thistle, too, from previous stuff, so mm-hmm. couldn't hurt to have a familiar face there. Mm-hmm. All right, so uh, heading towards uh, Castle uh, Obersky, which is spelled really weird, but very cool. Um, Can you spell it, Chris, for uh, me, for my notes? It is O-B-A-R-S-K-Y-R. That is weird. (laughs) (laughs) O-R-G-Y-L-A-N-D. O-R-G-Y-L-A-N-D. All right, so uh, with that, uh, you head towards the castle. Uh, You Mm -hmm. see some purple knights that uh, lead you inside, uh, expecting uh, you and and bringing you to the audience and into the large chamber where the last time you were here, you saw Quark the goblin sitting on this throne, uh, his his knees or his feet just like dangling off the edge of it. Uh, But now you see the older gentleman, uh, Lord Thistle, sitting there. Uh, He looks haggard. He looks a little tired. But um, mm-hmm. you see Estevar and Van Herdegest standing next to him uh, as his counsel. Uh, and he says, uh, oh, yes, uh, F- Fernando, is it? Uh, uh, it's been a long day, but uh, please, what um, what can I do for you? Uh, I just wanted to meet with you and uh, share the information that uh, Chalice and Janes has uh, been collecting. Uh, I'm sure your spy masters are hard at work uh, monitoring the advancement of the Zentarim uh, and I wanted to offer uh, my services uh, and perhaps give my compatriots the opportunity to offer their services if they so wish uh, in the coming battle. So um, Thistle looks to you and says, well, in all honesty, this new um, weight that's been put on my shoulders is 
It's quite a mess to clean up. You mentioned our spy masters. Well, unfortunately, uh, Cork dismissed them all, and they've only been rowdy and drunk and haven't really been giving me any information. I've been trying to get them back on their feet. Uh, but really, uh, we're, we're almost fighting blind. Uh, we have received some news from uh, Terrasil. Uh, and with that, he, he, in, he uh, moves his head in one direction, and you see uh, a small cat uh, moving around Van Hurtigast's uh, legs. Uh, but then as you look closer, you realize it has wings. And uh, did anyone mm. go to Evening Star last time? That was with the... Um, wait, that was the, the woman, um, Tesseril? Oh, mm-hmm. yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. Yeah, so... So this is this Firespark, her familiar. Yeah, remember. Okay. Mm. I remember now. Yeah, but she Which adventure a- was that? Yes. This was Esther's there. werewolf uh, fun times, I think. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Was that over Christmas? Christmas village. Pre-Christmas. Pre-Christmas, yeah. and then Esther came back over Christmas to do the bitey stuff, and then... Um, uh, I don't right. think I was at that session. <laughs> so you just see a cat with wings. Pretty cool. Yeah. But, yeah. Uh, not, not, it's a tressum. From Tesserol, which is a lot of T's. Tress, Tressum. Tressum. Okay. Um, uh, uh, Fernando uh, nods and is like, uh, yes, uh, some, is that a form of magical communication? Uh, I put a Tressum in the Facebook chat. Uh, yes, um, the, the wizard... Um, Tesserilla Winter, she sent her familiar here and she's uh, awakened it and it can communicate with us, at least for a short period of time. And oh, um, I see. The, uh, uh, Van Hurtigast says, I wish I wish he would um, communicate a little farther from me, as he's circling his legs and just purring in a circle. Fernando <laughs> <laughs> uh, uh, is like, oh, excellent. Um, well, uh, Okay, out of character. Mm-hmm. Um, I listened to the last section, so any like anything that like both like they saw like the storm clouds. This is that's kind of happening with them now. At the same we'll time, we'll discuss that next week when we're okay. all together. Uh, gotcha, certain okay. things like understanding that the werewolf hybrids are moving in a way. I'm going to give that to mm-hmm. Esther just because they have that that communication. Yes. Yeah. Um, okay. If you're yeah. ever in doubt, you can just whisper message me in roll twenty or whatever, and I'll tell you okay. whether, you, whether you can say it or not. Um, Estevar, okay. the uh, gruff general, he says, well, in Arabel, they've mentioned that there's been some movement to the north, but without our spymasters there, we haven't been able to really uh, get any more information from that. I see. Um, I'm going to bring up the Cormier map, because everything I'm saying probably makes yeah. sense. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, it'll help a lot. Sorry. Let me, uh, let me drop. Okay, some there's Arabel. Right. You're like saying these names, and I'm like, mm-hmm, sure. Uh-huh. <laughs> yeah. Sounds like Dungeons and Dragons. To my, me. Char- yep. my character's from here, so he probably recognizes all of these names. Yeah, <laughs> and some of you have been. The- so, so you're in Suzale right here. Mm-hmm. Uh, he mentions that Arabelle, which is a large fortified trading hub, has heard mm-hmm. uh, of movements uh, of some sort coming from the north, but because they don't have a um, What's the word? A uh, spymaster ring, basically. They don't really know what's going on up there. Uh, that's the furthest north uh, heavy settlement or large settlement. Uh, there mm-hmm. is uh, Tilverton, an area over here to the north, but again, mm-hmm. it's not as big as Arabelle. 
Mm-hmm. Uh, Evening Star, uh, which is where Tesseril is from, is located here. Mm-hmm. And the uh, the armies are going to be attacking from the north, from like that general direction. Uh, well, that's what you're trying to figure out. Uh, you know right. that uh, um, Eris's main forces have taken up garrison in the abandoned keep north of that. <clears throat> uh, mm-hmm. But from that. Uh, the other group has learned some things about what their attack might be. The only uh, knowledge you have is that from the Hermit Woods to the east, uh, hybrids are coming in to attack Suzale. Gotcha. Is all of that making sense, or is it just circles and arrows? Yes. Okay. No, that that <laughs> all makes sense. Okay, great. Uh, and only one of them is taking me Yeah, I mean, I, this is a highbrow um, campaign, so we're not having any <laughs> penis jokes at all. None at all. Not None even one. I <laughs> <laughs> quit. <laughs> I'm out. Unsubscribe. <laughs> all right. So uh, with that, what would you guys uh, like okay. to do? Okay. So given that, now that I have the map up and I know exactly where Arabel is, mm-hmm. um, Fernando will look worried uh, and ask for it. So uh, have, you haven't heard anything from... Uh, half hap or Tilverton at all? Uh, Nothing no, from further we, north. Uh, absolutely not. Uh, one, I'm a little behind on all the messages. Quark kind of put them in a box, unopened. Uh, secondly, um, we also uh, have had everyone. Uh, we've tried to stop all trade routes during this siege. Um, so communication mm-hmm. between the cities, unless it's magical in nature, has been limited. Okay. Right. Uh, Fernando uh, continues to look worried, um, but uh, turn uh, says to Lord Thistle, uh, "Well, um, is are, is there anything that uh, this fine group of adventurers might be able to help with?" Um, uh, well, any... yeah, yes, uh, something that would really help would be um, if you speak with uh, this. Uh, small little furry creature here, and then maybe he can let you know more of what's going on in Evening Star. If you can find uh, other clues as to how Eris may attack from the north, uh, we're, we're basically fighting blind. Anything you can do to sort of scout the dangers ahead would be most useful in the coming battles. See. We have to go scout and spy. Mm-hmm. You're the spy masters now. Alright. <laughs> yeah. Um, Fernando turns uh, to, to you guys uh, and uh, what's what are your thoughts um, I'm, I'm sorry uh, to impose on you um, but if you'd like to help um... so you we're, seem all, to... we're already invested like... <laughs> yeah, my family's already <laughs> invested <laughs> in this <laughs> you're particularly concerned about two of the towns is that where your family is uh Yes, uh, I am from Tilberton. Uh, my hold on. My wife is from Griffin Hill, and my husband is from Half Hap. Uh, it's a group of three towns. Um, we sort of uh, travel in between. Do we need to go check on them? Uh, I traveled south to. To uh, out of concern for the Zentarum threat, my husband and wife are capable people in their own right, 
and this is more important. Sir. All right. I'm sure I will hear from them soon. So, um, some of you have been to Half Hap before, possibly in a previous adventure. In that adventure, uh, Half Hap was the bathhouses, or had that those really fancy bathhouses, and also Ooh, uh, she'd be where, like those. where the Tower of Ruin <laughs> was, where there was a beholder located to the south. Yes, that was the first adventure mm-hmm. with Fernando. Right. Yeah. That's the congratulations you've joined. Here's a beholder. <laughs> yes. <laughs> Welcome. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so uh, knowing that uh, the only thing they, they referenced was uh, possibly head to Evening Star, you might be able to learn more mm-hmm. from Tressa, the, the fire spark. The, the yes, or going to the east to investigate Eris. Was that also? Uh, not to the east. So in the east, uh, in the Hermit Woods, that's where uh, yeah. the hybrids are coming from. I would highly recommend oh, okay. uh, not heading there face first into a pack of okay. hybrid mm-hmm. werewolves, but you can. Um, but yeah. You know that's okay. where one of the dangers is coming from. Uh, okay. Which will come into play next week when we all get together. Did you get the idea of hybrid werewolves off the what I was telling you about that book series I was reading? No. I would say that hybrid werewolves predate that. Maybe even the Underworld uh-huh. series. Um, I know it predates it. <laughs> but since I talked about it so recently... <laughs> no, I was thinking I, I stole it from Underworld. Is that what it's called? The one with, um... What's yes. Name? Yes. You know what I'm talking about. Yes. <laughs> All right, so... Um, so it was Eris to the north, or... Eris is currently located in the abandoned keep to the north. Okay. So you know that there's dangers there, um, and you... Evening Star, um... There's some news from Evening Star that you can either learn from either Tesseril or her cat, which is here now. The Tressum. The Tressum. Okay. Let's talk to the Tressum. Yeah, yes. Fire Spark. All right. So who's speaking to Fire Spark? Um, does Fire Spark, I presume, speaks common or do we uh, need some? Currently common because of Awakening. Uh, not always. Okay. I was just checking in case I needed to do the whole, like, gnome talk to animal thing, but... They speak uh, common. So you could probably speak to tre- the Tressum normally, even without its awakening, but right now everyone can speak to it in common. Cool. Okay. okay. And it's uh, just then... lazily going in a circle around the wizard's legs. <laughs> he seems very uncomfortable. <laughs> the wizard or the cat? The wizard. The cat seems to <laughs> love it. Does the cat like Niku? Uh, the cat hasn't reacted to Niku. Niku's behind okay. your legs right now. Doesn't seem sure of what the hell it is. Okay. Um, all right. Well, then I guess Fernando approaches the Tressum uh, and says, uh, "Hello there. Um, we'd like to help uh, with uh, information gathering or whatever you have need of us uh, in Evening Star." Roll an animal handling check. Um, uh, okay. I'll assist. Okay. Okay. Roll with advantage. Uh, twelve. With advantage. That's with advantage. The higher one was the ten. Okay. So uh, <laughs> the cat sort of stretches and arches his back. And says, oh, I don't want to go through all that again. Maybe if there was some cream involved. Uh, I have nothing but field rations. Uh, would you like a bit of jerky? 
Yeah, we have some beef jerky. You're a bit of jerky. And he sort of curls into a ball. <laughs> no. Well, I've been called worse things. Uh, and and uh, Fernando looks up at the wizard and is like, could we bother your kitchens for a bit of cream? Unless of, you have of course, all the information Of anything to get this filthy beast away from me. <gasps> Rude! <laughs> so, while we're waiting, Ellie is doing minor illusion and making a small red dot on the floor. All right, I was totally uh, about to pull out a feather. <laughs> Firespark um, lazily paws at it, but makes no movement of his upper body, just one paw to try and chase it, but it doesn't get him into a <laughs> frenzy. No, 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 but just like, just playing, just like mm. passing time. Uh, after a little while, um, uh, a uh, servant from the other quarters brings up a small saucer of milk, and uh, the Tressum begins to eat from He's like, well, I'll tell you what I told this glorious-looking gentleman over here. Um, he says to Van Hurtigast, he's like, that's disgusting. Uh, he says, um, <laughs> well, Evening Star's been attacked, but my master uh, proved to be more than a match for whatever giants were coming from up there. Well, uh... Is it still under attack, or...? Uh, no, well, uh, but... Uh, she mentioned something about uh, they moved past Evening Star and moving through the woods. But the ones that attacked the village were soundly destroyed by my proud master. I see. She sent me um, a warning. The warning being, there are giants and not enough cream. He points to his empty saucer, hoping for a refill. There might be giants? There might be. Mm-hmm. In the forest? <laughs> Might possibly be giants. <laughs> Who knows what we'll find? Uh, hold on. Let me see. Oh no. I was I was gonna say. Uh, Kimmer had like create water. <laughs> uh, are these giants bards by chance? Say that again. With comedy songs. I lost it. What do you say? They might be giants. Are they are they bards that specialize in comedy? Oh music? no, no, they're not an American alternative <laughs> rock band of giants. <laughs> they're not. They're ska. <laughs> <laughs> so uh, basically, that's what you've heard from the Tressum is that Evening Star was attacked by giants. Mm-hmm. Tr- uh, Tesseril was able to fend them off solo. Um, but if they're coming from the eastern Stormhorns, the mountains, she must stay there to defend the town. Uh, some mm-hmm. of the giants came past her. Uh, apparently, Evening Star wasn't the target as they're now moving through the woods. Mm-hmm. So you can now safely okay. assume and deduct that giants are coming from the north towards Suzale. Well, that makes Ellie worry a little bit because if they're coming from the north, that means they had to pro- go through the uh, the dwarven lands Absolutely. too. Mm-hmm. mm-hmm. Yep. So, Fun. Not that we didn't already know that everybody up there was in trouble because of <laughs> this whole bullshit, but like, yeah. just one more notch on that side of things. Right. Mm-hmm. Um, and with that, uh, what would you like to do? Uh, Fernando looks at Shibi and asks, um, do you think you could track some giants in the forest? Not a problem. <laughs> <laughs> I could track anything in the forest with your leaf. 
So a lot. Uh, just to say <laughs> as well, because um, some of you might not have been part of that adventure, there is a blue leaf tree, a large, basically maple tree with blue leaves, in Suzale mm-hmm. that connects to another blue leaf tree in Evening Star. So there is a portal mm-hmm. that connects those two towns together, um, but only them, nothing else. Gotcha. Uh, that's not where Bluebeard is, is it? No, unrelated no. blue color. <laughs> he's, in, he's in Shadowdale. He's in Shadowdale. Yeah. Just want to check. Mm-hmm. If you want potions, he'll sell them to you for a very high price. <laughs> good. All right. We good? Yeah. Mm-hmm. So. Uh, okay. So Thistle says, learn what you can, and then please report back. Uh, it seems like the attack's uh, on the horizon. And with that, you're escorted out of the castle, and you're moving uh, back into the main streets of Suzale. Um, would you like to discuss what you'd like to do? Uh, yeah. Um, does Fernando know about the the blue maple tree? Uh, I think Esther like... absolutely knows. No, no, yeah. you did. Okay. You know too. You were on that adventure. Yeah, I would. I would know because of the. Uh, I was up there when we met. Um, yeah, if you met Tesseral before, you know of the tree. You know yeah. what? Even if you didn't, you're part of Chalice and Chain, so you know. Okay, <laughs> group information. I probably would have talked over. Yeah, the there's a shared Google Doc with <laughs> all of the lore. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, okay. Honestly, it's hard for me to keep everything straight, so I'm like, yeah, let's do that. Yeah. <laughs> uh, it sounds like we should teleport to evening yeah it, it may be easier to track the giants uh, if we teleport to evening star and just go from there <laughs> rather than hoping we meet in the middle somewhere in the forest all right everyone cool it is it is midday so we decided to track giants instead of going to arabelle where they don't know what's going on well it doesn't have to be one or the other it could basically be um you could travel to evening star and then you could from there, hunt giants and then move east to Arabelle. I mean, it's there's many paths you can take. Yeah. Uh, yeah. An army just... of giants by a small group, it might not be the best call, but if you want to do it, I'm down to roll it. That's what I'm thinking. Well, I was thinking we were going to be, say, trying to track yeah. them, not necessarily like white Yeah, page. try and find out as much yeah. information as possible. That works. That like, works. Yes. That, that... <laughs> yeah, that's what I thought. That's what I assumed we were doing. Right. Like, we would be following the giants and finding like numbers and like who's leading them how quickly are they moving that, that sort works. of thing so you start uh heading towards the blue leaf tree when you hear a voice uh, coming from behind you that says fernando there, there you are uh he turns around to the voice uh the rest of you turn as well and you see uh mendril bellarod who was a bard that you met in thistle's manor uh, mm. he was the one who got beat up by the stags and you saved him um you all, mm. He was also the one who introduced you to Fernando yes. uh, in Arabelle. So uh, he comes to you, and no, normally he's a very uh, jovial bard. He's very um, you know, excitable and always happy. But you see just mm-hmm. like he's blanched, and he has this like, panic-stricken look on his face. Oh, Men- Mendrel, what, what's wrong? What's wrong? It's like, Tilv- Tilverton, you've heard. No, we only just arrived in Suzale. What happened? Tell me. It's It's gone. What do you mean, gone? I mean, the town is no longer there. And 
what what happened? The Zentar, they're moving south? Did they go through Tilverton? It wasn't an army. I don't even know how to describe it. I wasn't there when it happened, but when I when I was moving through it, uh, or was going to be heading towards it, I saw it. It was just an empty crater. There was nothing? No, no ruins or, or anything? I mean, there was some, some smoldering ruins on the outskirts, maybe some small farms, but the main hub of the town is just gone. And, and half hat and Griffin Hill. Uh, with that, he starts to relax. He says, "As far as I know, this has only reached Tilverton. Um, when I, when I, uh, there's a lot of refugees, uh, a few survivors uh, that came uh, to um, Half Hap. It's rather bursting at the seams, honestly. But um, I, I have to say, your um, neither neither your husband nor wife were, were among them." I have not hey. been to Griffin Hill. So who's who's in charge then, if they're not there? I, I everything's in chaos. We're just trying to people just trying to scrap by. I, I barely made it to Arabelle, and then from there to find you. So what are what was the story from any of the survivors? Um, just for funsies, uh, roll a perception <laughs> check, and let me okay. just see what. Um, what like rumors he remembers oh shit that's an at 20 okay uh he's like <laughs> there was a of course we've all heard that lord Ares was gathering forces but apparently this was some sort of display of power as there was no army but just a single figure and they they mentioned this figure's wearing robes and all of a sudden this black sphere emerged from his hands and was unstoppable and just mowed through the town, destroying everything in its wake. How big was the sphere? It was approximately a five-foot uh, sphere. None of you have technically in this universe encountered it. In another universe, yeah. you did. That sounds uh, really familiar. They mentioned, like, as it entered the middle it started to grow and grow and then just destroyed everything it was moving slow enough that most of the people could escape but the town was destroyed like completely destroyed would um would Karaskiro roll a history check okay this is gonna be a high uh DC to know the actual name of it nope oh no Um, you've heard you've heard legends of like divine intervention just gobbling up towns but you don't know mm-hmm. nothing Nothing uh, from the lore matches this description okay um. well do we want to change okay. uh, investigate what's going on here um yeah, to uh, talking to Mendril again. Um, Ferdinand was like, "Wait, you you said you traveled through Arabelle. Did did you see? Did you see any non-Cormirian forces traveling down that road?" Uh, no. In fact, when I pass through uh, Knoll Pass, normally I have to come with an armed escort. 
but I was in such a hurry, I let caution to the wind and I, I went through, but it was o- oddly quiet. As if the Null Warbands had just abandoned the area. Interesting. Uh, this. Okay. Um, right. Uh, um, in, you... in retro, because this is getting complicated, you do know that yeah. Eris did hire or did uh, find a way to get the Nulls on his side. Gotcha. Okay. I was going to say, didn't we discover that with the whole Save the Unicorn mm-hmm. episode? Yeah. yeah. The Zentarum okay. have hold of a bunch of Null Warbands. Okay. Oh, okay. Um. And uh, all right. Uh, okay. Um, is there some kind of like token or seal that Fernando can give to Mendril so that he can like get an audience with Lord Thistle and pass on this information? Uh, I'm going to say that because you're literally here and you just walked out of the castle, you can get him in there. <laughs> okay. This information yeah, will um, be passed upon. Yeah, okay. Fernando will do that. Um, he'll go up to the... What are they called? The Purple Dragons, right? Mm-hmm. The, guards? the Purple yeah. Dragon Knights. He'll, he'll go up to the... Yeah, he'll go up to them and uh, tell them that Mendril needs... Uh, Mendril has valuable information that uh, Lord Thistle needs to hear. Okay, so after a brief war meeting with Estevar and, and the rest of the uh, generals, uh, you discuss a course of action, and they basically narrowed it down to a couple of things. Uh, realizing that Half Hap has um, received refugees, but uh, the leaders of the, the sort of triad of towns wasn't there, mm-hmm. uh, it might be prudent to investigate Griffin Hill to see if mm-hmm. either of your spouses are there. Mm-hmm. Uh, because um, I don't know if you've revealed this to everyone. I'm sorry if I, but they they all know your spouses are like in charge-ish. Yes. Okay. In case you didn't what? know, yes. there are three I'm towns. I'm pretty sure I mentioned that at some point. And, and each of them are, is in charge in a way. Uh, it's sort of like a community of these three yeah. towns. Um, neither of them went to Half Half, so they don't know anything about Griffin Hill. Uh, they basically mentioned this. Um, uh, here's, here's the long short of it. If you travel to Evening Star, you can go there first and see how it goes. However, the high road to Arabelle, in between Evening Star and Arabelle, could be dangerous. It would be safer to avoid that road entirely and travel normally across uh, Kalantar's way, basically heading up. Uh, let's see if I can get a uh, little arrow here. If you go, if you travel this way and then go this way and then go this way, it's going to be a little dangerous. Uh, might be a little. Sh- it will be shorter. Obviously, it'll be shorter because you're transporting. If you decide to go this way instead and up this way, it will be safer but longer. That choice is yours. Um, but he basically wants you to check out Griffin Hill. Yeah. And if possible, uh, learn what's going on in Evening Star. Mm-hmm. Uh, but yeah, that's basically it. There's a lot of threads floating around here. You won't be able yeah. to do them all. Mm-hmm. Mm, I think for time, Fernando will want to teleport to Evening Star and then travel the high road. He doesn't care about the danger, he just wants to go to Griffin Hill and see if his spouses are still alive. That's fair. That makes sense. Um, but right. he he does like he, like, he gives it to the group to like, vote <laughs> if anyone disagrees. 
So just so I'm understanding it, teleport to Evening Star, deal with that, yeah. then head up to um, Tilverton. Well, not yeah. even deal with anything in Evening Star. Yeah, no. It, they get to get there faster. Yeah. Okay. Bypassing. Well, you'll arrive basically in Evening Star, uh, but right. you can yes. just not investigate just vamoose. Yes. That's what Fernando would want to do, I think. All right. That works with me. Uh, any other um, things? No, we're good. That's the course of action. Sounds good to me. I mean, I don't see why we wouldn't be like, yeah, let's find out if Fernando's spouses are hurt or why. All right. That works for me. Uh, so just so I can adjust to that course of action, let's take let's just like a five minute break and then we'll come right back. Sound good? I'm not throwing you curveballs. Nope, no, I, I set up for curveballs. <laughs> if you went straight and narrow, I wouldn't know what to do. All right, uh, be back in a minute. Okay. Really should have been more suspicious when Chris asked me to clarify Baxter's stuff. <laughs> yes, always be suspicious. He sent me. He sent me like a bunch of questions, like clarifying, like you know, what what do they do, and you know, what's their living situation, and like all these other things. So I was like, oh yeah, like here you go. Here's the, the here's uh, the knife with which to stab me in the back. Right. Yeah. You should have seen the line of questioning when uh, we were going into the bring Ari and back from the ether. Uh, oh. <laughs> I was like, oh shit. Did, I did think about that like, during that mission. I was like, man, how how did Chris get this information without without uh, arousing too much suspicion in Ryan? <laughs> well, and I was like, you know, he's got this whole thing that, you know, if you die, you might come back wrong sort of thing. Yeah. And so, like, at the time, that was when Arian was only talking with, like, Dana and things. And yeah. so, like, I was messaging, messaging, like, Jack and Zach, and I'm like, this is what you know. If this doesn't uh, seem right, put her down. Ah, uh, <laughs> gotcha. Gotcha. Because I was, like, prepared to just, like, especially since, you know, right before that, Chris had just had me try to kill Fix. So yeah. I was just waiting for him to, like, be back and wipe out the party. Oh, that would have been rough. <laughs> I, I also had like this whole plan of like suicide by guard and like I'm not gonna let Chris like to kill the party with my character. <laughs> <laughs> I tend to run towards the dramatic in case you haven't figured it out. <laughs> what? Uh, really? This group dramatic? <laughs> no. <laughs> So I'm currently like just fascinated watching this video on Facebook about mm-hmm. like Tahitian pottery making. <laughs> and they just keep pulling out like these super hot pottery things that have just been glazed and pouring water in it so it bubbles and creates the pattern. See, I was just thinking you were talking about super hot potters. <laughs> I mean, Ryan is no longer interested. <laughs> 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 this is why, like, because I presume Chris doesn't tell you before he pulls the shenanigans with your, like, character's spouses. So I'm like, 
So if I, so if I give him a location to where Ellie's family is, I'm going to be yeah. like, so here's the disclaimer. You can have this information, but I want to be in on what you're doing. I don't care yeah. what you do. I just yeah. need a mental heads up before you kill yeah. them. Like, well, I, like I will play along. I will play along, but like I need the heads up before you yeah. destroy them. So. Well, I was telling Ryan like Chris messaged me like a couple weeks ago, and he was like asking all these questions about my my about like Fernando's family. Like, oh, that's usually a bad like, his sign. Spouses and yeah, like his spouses. <laughs> Tell me about his parents. Yeah. Are his parents in the well, picture? What could be the worst thing that could happen to Fernando? <laughs> Yeah, <laughs> I, was just, I was like, I was just giving the, the disclaimer of like, so whenever I do decide to like nail down wherever Ellie's family is, it's gonna be yeah. I don't care what bullshit you pull. I just need a mental heads up that you're pulling it. Right. Because, like, I know you're from Sembia, right? And you're like, they're all murdered. Then I'm gonna be like, yeah. so like I'll play along with what you're doing. Like I'll, <laughs> I'll, I'll be a willing, you know, like accomplice. However, yeah. but but we did some stuff with your backstory. That... You are from Sembia, right? Because you had that whole yes. thing with the with the. We never oh, yeah, determined there was the Lord that. that. We determined that I was insulted. in Sembia and then got run out of it. That's true. Maybe you're not originally from there. I just assumed you were. Uh, it makes my life easier. So let's say yes. I mean, yeah. I just figured like it's forest. I'll throw now. the you meteors really there. <laughs> So, but no, like, like I said, there was this running joke between me, Ryan, and Jack that they, um, because like, we were like, we were, what was something super cute we could have her family be doing? And we're like, we're like Almirage breeders. Like, that's mm-hmm. fine. Um, so, you Until know. Until they turn on their masters. Ha <laughs> <laughs> ha! Did it! Family dead. <laughs> I know, right? Actually, I looked these things up, and like, because they fall in the category of small creatures, mm-hmm. they can be like, Two to three feet big. They can be as big as Ellie. Wow, you could ride I one. Love that. <gasps> They're the giant. You could joust bunny. with one. <gasps> it's the giant bunny. <laughs> oh boy! It's, All right, the stats, the stats for them are hilarious. Like it's one of those things where like what's its, its like, floof it's like score? Them... <laughs> <laughs> it's, it's like one of those moments of like you know when you have to read like Watership Down in high school and you're like oh all these bunnies and then you realize they're talking about the gigantic European bunnies and not like our little like cottontails full on mm-hmm. rabbit mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah so so yeah these things like literally like they're classified as small creatures and I was like oh, okay until I saw the range and went wait I'm a small creature yeah <laughs> alright we all back we all good for- now that we're gonna go, you know, find uh, Fernando's dead family. Here's the uh, son that feels weird. Hey. <laughs> hey. <laughs> I'm, I'm just drinking. Um, so I, I'm pretty excited. My um, I dry hopped, uh, which is a lot less dirty than it sounds. My uh, black IPA behind me over here, and I get to keg it uh, this week. And uh, I finally figured out how to get it in bottles without it just foaming everywhere. So I'll nice. have some oh, beer yeah. for you guys when we can. That's what I was gonna ask. Um, oh. Like, would you have a small amount of pots and I could make hot dice? I unfortunately use them all. I get them in pellets because they last uh, longer. I don't get yeah. them. If you get them in fresh, then yes, they do taste better, but you have to be ready to. It's like the delivery man gives it to you and you throw it in your boiling pot, which is right in front of you. Otherwise, if you ask, <laughs> if you ask some people from like one of the breweries, I'm sure they'll be like, yeah, here's a handful. I wouldn't be able to use fresh anyway because there's too high of a moisture content. It would have to be dry. But okay. Mine are, but, they look like rabbit food. Gotcha. Which you could give to your family in Sembia, Ellie. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so with that, you head through the um, the 
the blue leaf portal uh, through the tree as it elongates and grows and uh, you kind of go through its root system and as you emerge on the other side of it you realize you've now traveled hundreds of miles past the king's forest and are standing in Evening Star proper. It looks very much like you remember it. It's a small farming community, very similar in ways to Shadowdale. Uh, however, what's rather strange is there is a, a giant carcass in the middle of the town hall, or town um, center in Square. front of you. Uh, is it a giant carcass? It is. Uh, it looks mm-hmm. like this creature was approximately... Hold on, let me make sure I don't lie to you. Is it fresh? It's it, it. It looks like it's been in the in the past couple of days. This guy is huge. huge. Did they drag it here? Does it look like it, like it he tried to destroy the town? Well, we it was killed the, here. Yeah, they said that. Uh, Don't it sit in my dice tray? Tesserol, Tesserol yeah. fended off the giants that mm-hmm. attacked Evening Star. Uh, uh, but yeah, the, the, so mostly continued on. I wish, like, in D&D 5e, they don't give you footage. They just give you size. So, mm. basically, it's um, two, two to three times as large as a large creature. So, if you imagine four Gusses sitting on each other's shoulders. Four Gusses in a trench coat? Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Uh, only dead uh, and flopping there. Anyone who has any elven heritage, uh, please roll a... Um, uh, history check and Ryan, you can roll with advantage. Oh, I rolled in that 20. I don't think I need to roll. Don't need it. Uh, I just want to see if anyone else recognizes. Dirty 20. Oh, Dirty 20? Said history check? Uh-huh. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Oh. Nope. Oh. Oh. I rolled <laughs> So everyone else <laughs> digs deep into their into their elven heritage and just thinks back on their upbringing. But Shibi is here just like, finds the points of your ear, just... (gasps) (laughs) 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 To be fair, I was a nomad. That's true. Yeah, actually, there there wouldn't really be any reason for you to know what this is. But looking at it, you notice that... My intelligence is minus two. Oh, no. You notice that it has... But my wisdom um, is good. (laughs) So you notice this carcass, uh, a large, giant, muscular. However, you also notice strange, bulbous uh, sores over it. Uh, one of its appendages is much larger than the other. It's very misshapen. Uh, mm. um, I'm going to say, um, Arian and Esther, you've at least heard stories of these creatures known as Fomorians. I'll put a um, picture in the Facebook chat. Um and I keep closed Facebook. They, I don't know why. You recognize uh, they've been uh, talked about in nightmares uh, as creatures from the Underdark that will come up and eat misbehaving elves. Oh, I probably have heard the story, but it was like probably called something else. Okay, but yeah, these mm-hmm. are Fomorians, so this carcass is uh, disconcerting to see outside of the Underdark. Magic, ah, yes. At all, it's disconcerting. But, um, Esther, you you uh, probably just thought this was a legend. Arian, you probably mm-hmm. thought it was more than one, and now you're seeing it in the flesh. Dead flesh, but still here. Yeah, Esther's, like, staring at it, at it and all, like, wow, this is real. <laughs> so you see a, uh, a small group of uh, villagers coming up with axes, looking at this body like, what do we, uh, how do we get this out of here? Are we going to chop it up what? and ship it out? Or Yeah. 
Um, but that's basically it. You do notice the uh, town hall ahead where you know Tesserel is. Um, you can either talk with her or just fuck the shit up out and keep going. It was instant travel to uh, Evening Star. Yeah. So you're still around noon. So it's, it's still about noon? Okay. I, I know that we need to make post heaps to our family, but we probably should as much as get as much as information as we can. Probably oh, talk to them briefly. Yeah, yeah, I can see uh, Ellie being like yeah. kind of like, you know, taking her shoe and nudging the thing that is obviously so huge that it doesn't matter that she's like poking at it. Right. She's like, if there's more of these on the row, we might need to ask some questions. Uh, yeah. Yeah. You so see, lying down uh, with gaze, its feet. Like, oh, sorry. Go ahead. I was gonna say you see Fernando like uh, like look almost like guiltily like to the north, like where he knows Griffin Hill is, and he's like, no, yes, we should we should talk to Tessero before we leave. So as this creature is lying prone on its stomach and its feet are kind of up like this, Ellie doesn't even isn't even as tall as one of its feet lying down. Oh, so, oh yeah, God. fighting a bunch of these at one time would probably be bad news. Yikes! Although she's got tops, so like the thing's just like stepping on her repeatedly, and she's like, <laughs> like, like "Oh, like, Ellie's the off. Lego." Ellie's. The- <laughs> <laughs> Oh! Can I tell you that when you gave us the fifteen temporary points, that puts me over one hundred hit points. Now. You know what that makes you nice. immune to? Power word kill. Actually, nice. Mm-hmm. That's really funny because with the fifteen hit points, Fernando is only at eighty-eight hit points. All right. So you you, you are tougher than the half work. I am. I was saying my base my baseline number is eighty-eight. So nice. So as you head into the town hall, you notice uh, Tesserel there sitting uh, in her, in her um, sort of almost throne at that point, sitting in this town hall, and she looks disheveled. Uh, she kind of like swoops her hair back, putting it in that sort of tight pullback that she had before. Uh, it looks like this battle happened probably, if not earlier today, than like really late last night. Mm. But you said the carcass looked like it had been there for a few days. I lied. Okay. Yeah, I'm recommending it. That's fine. Let's rot more quickly because they're not used to light. Uh, actually, yeah. with that, if that does make sense, uh, they do have some light sensitivity. Yeah. Mm, okay. Good job, Jenny. Thank you. Science. <laughs> Good job covering. I have more than one page of notes to make this next few hours happen. <laughs> gotcha. Okay. Fair All right. Enough. So, um, she looks to you and she says, "Ah, oh, you've returned. I-, I take it you've trust to fire spark." Yes, we spoke to Firespark before uh, we left. He was a little brat. Suzale. Yeah, he's kind of an asshole. Feed him more cream or something. Yeah. Very charming companion. You he have. doesn't need it. It's all it's all in the middle on him. He can't even fly anymore. He just kind of waddles and maybe hovers a foot off the ground. With it. Oh, rude. <laughs> um, but she says, uh, as you can see, Eris's forces have started to move. Mm-hmm. Uh, we've actually had some very troubling news from uh, some of the towns up north, Tilverton area, so we were going to investigate some of that. Did these creatures come from that direction? No, they came directly over the over the Stormhorns, directly through the mountains, uh, which I thought originally impossible, seeming as that the dwarves hold them. Uh, but if they came from the Underdark, this is uh, even worse than we could have imagined. 
Do you think that he has more creatures from the Underdark on his side? Uh, wouldn't wouldn't surprise me. It would be uh, quite possible. Uh, it seems that if Eris is using the Underdark, uh, perhaps the Fomorians are too large. That's why they're traveling through the forest. I also heard tale of storm giants. Or, sorry, not storm. Not storm. Stone giants. Mm. Uh, <laughs> but, yeah, sorry. Stone giants. But I have not seen them with my own eyes. They're different than the Fomorians? Yeah, the Fomorians are the Underdark Giants, and Stone Giants are uh, bigger and scarier. Bigger and scarier, mm-hmm. okay. But she's, she hasn't seen one, and she said that it could just be people panicking, thinking anything that's giant is a Stone Giant. Mm. Right, okay. Um, well, either way, um, we can pass that along to Lord Thistle uh, the next time we see him, just in case... Um, Esther, you worry about your tribe, which is directly in the path of these giants. Oh, shit. Um, (laughs) Well, can you tell us anything more about where they're heading toward? I mean... Well, I think obviously they're marching towards Suzale, but they'll destroy anything in their path. Uh, Esther's oh, go ahead. Uh, pack is in the King's Forest, right? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Okay. Yeah. Which is the forest that these guys are marching through. Yeah, okay. I'm just making sure for my own notes. It's just battle around. I mean, it is... <laughs> yeah. Getting the front of it. Because we've got, we've got the worry about the pack. We've got a how on earth they got through the Dwarven area. Mm-hmm. Obviously, Tilburton is a huge concern. I mean... Yeah. A right mess. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. Season mm-hmm. finale. <laughs> so, um, knowing this, you're kind of torn in multiple directions now. Do you continue on the path towards Arabelle and then north to Silverton? Or do you try and warn um, the uh, hybrids? Uh, you know, um, the giants aren't moving fast. Could possibly circumvent them. You're faster than them, I'll tell you that. Okay. Oh, did we travel through the portal with horses? You did. Okay. Yeah, you did. And uh, since I'm a ranger, like, difficult terrain won't slow us down at all. Mm-hmm. Okay. Yeah. Um, I, mean, I mean, I would love to warn my the family, like, that they're coming and they should hide or... I mean, they're giants. It's not exactly like they're sneaky. I mean, that's true, too. Is there, um... So it'll take a day's travel to either direction. Well, because I was wondering, Mm -hmm. are there other ways to maybe send communication in the sense that, um... I don't know how Esther has been communicating with them. You know, maybe they've been sending letters through nearby towns or something like that, but mm-hmm. if there was a direct way to communicate with them, or even some, like, gnome bullshit, like, we send an, we send messages with birds and get it down there because the birds can probably go faster than we can. Well, well I'm going to... with the magic cat. Does she have something? Say that again? I said, can we ask the lady with the magic cat? Does she have a way, like a spell? Oh, yeah. yeah. The trick is, a lot of people don't know the truth about Esther's pack. And right, so that's the difficulty here. So I'm going to say the only person mm. that can communicate with the pack is Esther. Um, I'm going to say you kind of did it through, you know, in two weeks. That's not 
it's not crazy to think that you insta-traveled to Suzale and possibly went to the edge of the forest and communicated with your pack. If you can BS your way into a way that you can communicate with them, I'll probably let it slide, but right now, uh, the there's no reason why Tesseril would have communication with um, your pack leader. Um, so yeah, it's up to you. Um, um, since Well, yeah, it makes sense since I'm probably the only one who knows where they are in the woods. Um, can I send my familiar? Yeah. Like, Let's do that. Great idea. All right. So butternut, right? Uh, no. no. Cinnamon roll. Cinnamon roll. Sorry, there's so many desserts <laughs> for the giants. <laughs> so, <laughs> all right. So I'm going to say you uh, send your uh, familiar and hope for the best. We'll see how that goes next week. Okay. Okay. You cannot summon your familiar again today. Okay? Okay. All right. Yep. Or for the rest of the adventure, let's say. Mm-hmm. All right, cool. Um, if, you have no other, if you have no other further uh, questions for uh, Tesseril, I suggest you hit on the road. Did she uh, know, like, after fighting with them, that if they have any weaknesses or... Good question. Well, they obviously didn't like the sunlight. Uh, that's why they attacked at night. Okay. Is that why you said I should not take the light spell? You can change it. Um, I call BS. <clears throat> well, honestly, I didn't know this was going to happen, Jenny. To be fair, I think light as the cantrip one, I don't know that it does much versus like... Oh no, the one I had was daylight. like looking at was like third daylight. level daylight. Oh, like daylight? <laughs> mm. oh, okay. Where Arian would just be like, fuck you. Yeah, that's one reason I wasn't going to get it. it was in my maybe pile. But yeah. I was looking at it. I, like, I actually picked up heal because I swapped, um, because I used, uh, what was it, um, Ray of Frost once, mm. and I can choose to switch out one of my non-bard spells, and I was like, oh, heal. It's like, I use the spell slot, and you get, like, 60 or 70 hit points, just like that. Nice. But I only have one of those spell slots, so. Ah, uh, gotcha. But I can, I, but still, it's, it's, yeah, you know, but I look, cause part of me was like, I should get fireball just to have Chris have to deal with two of us with fireball. <laughs> and then Arian's arrows with fireball. And as nice. <laughs> a joke, yeah. I was like, what if I put greater heal on an arrow? <laughs> oh there are oh no no no! i just this this actually came up uh the other day so there are arrows you can buy that have heal on them but they do like like because of the way that they work they do damage and heal and so there is actually a possibility that you will do Kill more somebody. damage than yeah. heal. i mean i think well, you'd make them like nerf arrows it would work well if I shot Ziggs or Kahira. <laughs> yeah. Well, the regardless of which, um, Tesserel uh, does say to you, I can tell you this about the Fomorians. Uh, the most haunting thing I saw was when the creatures stared at some of the warriors in the village before I had a chance to intervene, their bodies began to deform as well. Mm. Did... Did they revert back once you killed the creature? The ones that survived, yes. Most were driven mad by the pain, but those that had survived, the curse seemed to have ended when the creature was killed. 
did it still do that when they were looked at through like a mirror or was it just being looked at directly? I mean, this all happened in an instant. I, I don't really think we had any mirrors involved. We oh, chased no, it into the funhouse. <laughs> we, we actually fought a number of creatures that that was the thing. So I can't speak for that. I don't know how it works, but it might be a strategy. Yeah. So with that, we're going to say, uh, if you have no further questions, uh, you're going to march on the high road towards Arabelle. That'll take you, so it's under 60 miles. It'll take you a full day's ride. Like you'll arrive there um, pretty late Noon at night. You'll be able to take a long uh, I'm going to say you guys are probably in a rush, so uh, yeah. let's see. The full, and full the, time. They did say that the high road was dangerous, so we'd probably want to push to Arabelle before taking a long rest. Uh, if you only take a short rest, let me divide this up. Uh, you could make it there in just under three days to Griffin Hill. If you okay. only take a short rest, if you decide not to, it'll take, if you do a full like eight hour rest, yeah, it's going to take uh, three and a half to four. Uh, no, I, I think we should take a long rest in Arabelle. Okay. That works. And then temporary hit points disappear. Is that like, so uh, you'll lose them at the end of this day. No, they go away at the end of the day. Okay. Okay. Um, yeah, I think Fernando would not want to arrive exhausted. All right. Um, so uh, you start, uh, you get on your horses and start galloping towards Arabelle. What time do you answer? Yeah, by the time you get where I'm about to say things happen, if we started at noon halfway, we're going to say three o'clock. The sun's okay. still out and you're on the high road. Okay. Is it brighter on the high road? <laughs> I mean, if you want to circumvent and go through the forest, it'll be a little darker. You'll have to cross the river. No. No. All right. So uh, you head along the high road. Uh, Oh, let me find my favorite map. I was going to say, I see a bridge. Is this the ambush map? Mm -hmm, I was going to bring it up. (laughs) So let me uh, me get that really quick. This will take me just three minutes if you guys want to talk amongst yourselves. Sure. I hate these people. I kind of feel like we should be thinking, I'll take the high road, you take the low road. <laughs> yeah, I'm, I don't know. I think I think normally on like long journeys like this, like Fernando is like very talkative and uh, will like... Um, well, why don't you talk know. a bit about your spouses giving me some insight into what we're getting into? Because I don't know. Sure. Uh... I'm just popping berries in my mouth. I have to uh, remember, and by remember, I mean pull up the Google Doc. <laughs> I have to remember my spouses. It's been a while. <laughs> and then go through your 20 pages of backstory. <laughs> you know, <laughs> you joke, I only have two pages of backstory. Oh, shit. Though right now. I know, I'm slipping. That's like nothing compared to Kimmer. Nothing compared to Kimmer. <laughs> Look, Jack and I actually discussed 
like after because we thought you were busy with all the holiday stuff and not just bullshitting us with the new character yeah um, initially but we were like so you know when seb gets done with all the holiday work stuff we should because like i said i was trying to figure out like little bits of extra backstory for ellie and we mm-hmm. were like you know we could just pass it off to seb and then we'd have like six pages of backstory <laughs> and like gay parents and like 16 yeah. cousins and it would be set it'd be fine we'd have it in like 12 hours it'd be great mm-hmm. please put your characters on the bridge do you guys see that, or did it okay. not shift over? Yeah. All right, cool. Mm-hmm. I, see it. Oh, yeah, I, I wasn't going to use this map, but when you said Ambush Bridge, I'm like, yeah, I got it. <laughs> this isn't the Ambush Bridge, is it? It is. It is. Oh, I thought the Ambush Bridge was, like, in the middle of something more open. That no, this is, the one, this is the one in the book. With the cliff. Yeah. Like, when we were in person. If you zoom out a bit, you'll see it. Yeah, this is when... When I say Ambush Bridge, I mean the one where, where you had the black... The, the ebony roses back in the day. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Oh yeah. Oh, I know. It's also where I sent the <laughs> troll off the bridge with a with a butterfly too. Mm-hmm. So. Nice. Sorry, Every bridge in Faerun is the same. It's this one. <laughs> also, I love that this is like a like a thirty foot long bridge, whereas the bridge <laughs> on the the country map looked huge. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> suspension. This of is just like a really small part of the river. Uh, Green likes to cut it off, so I'm having issues. And just say how bummed I am that every like cool weapon that we pick up, Arian has to give away. <laughs> like I got a really awesome scimitar, had to give it away to the Ebony Roses. Didn't That's have to. Really cool. <laughs> that one you didn't have to. The other one you kind of had to. <laughs> That's this really cool dagger made me immune to fire. <laughs> Right, Isn't that the dagger that also wanted you to like not be a sneaky rogue? Yeah, it just didn't want me to stab. Him. You want to be good. I could stab them in the front. You wouldn't have liked it. He was kind of a bitch. The- anyway, um, so at this point, uh, oh, Aryan, what is your passive perception? Something dumb, right? Uh, twenty-six. Yep, that's something dumb. Uh, so you notice something strange about the bushes to the north. Do you see my ping? Are they fun bushes? I don't. No, they look like... Oh, you don't? I don't see it either. Oh, uh, sorry. Yes. Uh, Yeah, these bushes over here seem a little Mm. suspect. Seem sus, right? So, Mm -hmm. uh, you have... like a a handlebar mustache and glasses. (laughs) (laughs) Um, As you see that, you... um, you, you think back in your mind and, and it re- you recall the Doom's Vault and you recognize that some of this foliage looks similar to some of the creatures you fought in there. Uh, and uh. with that, three shambling mounds attack you. Um, they uh, do not earn surprise, unfortunately, because of your uh, really keen eye. But with that, guys, we need to roll initiative. Cool. Okay. All right. Uh, Shibi, don't Since forget, we're in Niku, nature. Niku does not... We are in nature. Shibu does not need to roll initiative. You get advantage on your initiative. And when you get a chance, could you throw me in there? Yep. Uh, me too as well. Yep. Hey, I got a nat 20. Alright, I'm gonna get nice. rid of some of the extra peoples. Yeah, I rolled twice for you. Alright, so. your better one is 10.18. I got the better one. Uh, Fernando, what is your initiative? Uh, 13. And then Arian, what was your initiative? I just put it in. You just put it in there, and Niku does not get an initiative. He works on your turn. All right, cool. We're good. Uh, we just... Dis- oh, wait. No, we're not. Fernando, 
Why didn't it? Oh, I did. Oh, it's in there. It's in there. I just put it in. All right, cool. Sorry, I didn't hit enter or something. Descending. Ellie, you get to go first. I do. Um, let's see. Well, uh, okay. I was hoping they'd be in range. I was like, wait. Um, yeah, they're not in range of that. Okay. Well, what we can do. That's in range. I'm going to go ahead and use shatter. Okay. Um, and I'm going to aim at the first. Let's see. The dude in front of you, or closest to the left. Yeah, it's a ten foot radius. That's so his entire get, body. You wouldn't be able so to get can, both of them. Yeah, so I could probably get both of them. Nah. So I want it. Uh. Ah. Ten foot radius. Yeah, you can get both of them. Sure. Yeah, if I aim it in between. Yep. So I was going to go ahead and do that. Okay. Um, we'll go ahead and cast that. What is this, con save? It is, yes, a constitution save. All right. Uh, the left one first. Yep. And I'm gonna 16 and the one to the right, six. 16 and six. Okay. Yeah, so the first one passes, so he'll take half. Okay. Um, we'll go ahead and run this at, sorry, it's takes a second to oh, roll. Good. All right, 22 damage, 11 and 11. Um, this is thunder, not lightning. <laughs> very, yep. very frightening, got it. 11 and 22. Um, for future, uh, decide your spell level before I roll saves, if you don't mind. Yeah, I did, it just it just popped totally up cool. and it, yeah, the I screen think... was freezing. I'd already determined it, it just- No problem. Uh, Ellie, anything else? Um, I think that's probably it for the moment. All right, Aryan, you're up. Cool. I'm going to wish I still had that arrow of fireball. Um, but I'm going to bonus action steady aim. Mm-hmm. Uh, which gives me advantage on this attack. Yeah, but your speed is zero. Yes. But I get sneak attack. Right. Um, and I'm going to go for uh, this guy. Because it gives you advantage, right? Okay, got it. Yep. Okay, so um, that's going to be 24. That'll hit. Oh, that's a lot of sixes. Um, (laughs) Um... Four times six. It's 24. Nice. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Uh, 51 points of damage. Damn! Damn! Oh. You made that mound shamble. All right, anything else? <laughs> anything else? All right, Shambling Mound number one, or the one in the middle. Uh, what's their movement speed? 20? hi yi yi Why did I put him so far back? <laughs> I don't know what's going on in the Facebook chat, but it just uh, popped up okay. and I saw something about lesbianage. So what? Yes. <laughs> Bye, Spy. Those moments when straight people assume you're one of them and you feel like a gay secret agent. <laughs> lesbianage. <laughs> Bye, Spy. 
Uh, oh my god. Pan with a plan. I like that one. Actually, I'm going to go ahead and dash. So good. So good. Oh my god. Five, a 10, 15, 10, 15, 20. Does anyone have secret gauge in man? Secret gauge. <laughs> <laughs> uh, and then this one. Move 40 if I dash, which I'm going to hella dash. Uh, 40. I kind of have to go this way. I can't be inside you. Alright, Fernando! Okay, uh, Fernando is going to cast Dissonant oh, Whispers. I never noticed the dude inside the plant. Oh, sweet! Oh, God! God. <laughs> Sorry, Fernando, what That's are you awesome. doing? Yikes. Uh, Fernando is going to cast Dissonant Whispers on the one in the back. Okay. Careless uh, Whispers, what does it do? Uh, you whisper a discordant melody that only one creature can hear. I need a wisdom saving throw. Okay, here it comes. DC 14. I fail miserably. Excellent. Uh, so you take 3d6 psychic damage. Shit. Ooh, roll off the table. Uh, that's six. That's ten total. And, uh, the creature must immediately use its reaction, if available, to move as far as its speed allows away from you. Immediately or on its turn? Uh, it has to use its reaction. Run away! Oh, I can move on my reaction? I guess it's giving me that ability. So I have to move 20 feet away? Yeah. As far That's as, as far its as it can speed move. allows. Shambles. Is, yeah. that, is, that, is so- that, um, the front one? Uh, no, the one to the back. Okay, what was the damage again? Ten total. Ten damage, 20 feet back. Uh, here we go. Five, ten, fifteen, twenty, twenty feet back. Uh, Aryan, for, uh, I'll let that last one slide, but I forgot. It is pure sunlight, so you have disadvantage, so you wouldn't have gotten sneak attack. Uh, but I'll let that one slide, because it was so badass. (laughs) Anything else? Fernando? Um... Uh, I think he's also going to move so like 10 feet this way. All right. Uh, if you're finished, Shibi and, and um, uh, Niku. Niku. All right. I. We only get movement and one action, right? Movement, action, actions? reaction, and bonus action. Those four things. Let me make sure I can do what I'm thinking. <laughs> uh, Esther, you're right if after. I, if I make it to the. Uh, <clears throat> Cliff face? Would I be in shadow? I like that, sure. I can attack once as my bonus action, right? Um, with your scimitar of speed, I believe you can. But I, can I shoot an arrow? No. Okay. <laughs> yeah, your only bonus action abilities are scimitar of speed or attacking with a melee offhand. Lesbianage. <laughs> Thanks for catching up. I'm sorry. Ow. Guys, there's a lot going on on my plate. It takes me a while to, to buffer. I'm like an old YouTube video. <laughs> Continue. Okay. Years later. Okay. Oh, do we know what their AC is now? Uh, I'll just tell you. It's 15. They're big okay. shambling mounds. Cool. Jenny, do you want me to run Esther and come back? 
Um. No, I'm gonna cast. I'm gonna try one of my new spells. I'm gonna cast Wind Wall. Mm-hmm. Um. A strong wall of. A wall of strong wind rises from the ground at a point you choose within range. Uh, range is up to 120 feet. Uh. You can make the wall up to 50 feet long, 15 feet high, and a foot thick. You can shape the wall any way you choose, as long as it makes one continuous path along the ground. The wall lasts for the duration. All right. Where would you like to place uh, it? I can't place it on the bridge, can I? Why not? It says ground. Does that count? Yeah, I'd say it counts. Okay, so is this my wall? Uh, yeah. I can't touch it. Uh, that's because I'm moving it. Hold on, I'll give you control of it. Or you can just, it'd be easier if you just tell me how you want to put it. Uh, like that? Okay. Wee! Like that? Yeah, it's a cut through the middle of them. Alright, what does it do to them? It blows them like they wouldn't believe? Uh, <laughs> I scoot it back just a smidge back meaning away from you yeah well now you can leave it there okay Okay. yes um when the wall appears each creature within its area must make a strength saving throw okay a creature takes 3d8 bludgeoning damage on a failed save or half as much damage on a successful one see page 288 uh does it move them or does it just do the damage it just says see page 288. I'm looking at yeah, I'm looking at it. Uh, strong winds move all that shit, and small flying creatures don't like it. But other than that, they just stay there. Yeah, you just you just blow them hard. <laughs> Here comes the um, the save. It's going to be a strength save. Here we go. First mound, 15. Second mound, also 15. What's your spell save? Uh, I can't remember. Hold on. It's under my spells, right? Mm -hmm. Mm-hmm. DC is 15. All right, so they both pass. They both take half of whatever you roll. All right, and it is 3d8. And that wall is stationary there, guys, uh, so don't get in it. 5, 10, 20, 30, 40, 50. That's 50. 50 feet, right? Chibi broke wind and did how much damage? Seven damage. So four and four. No, three and three. Question. Uh huh. As long as they're in it, does do they take it every one of their turns? As, uh... This is the confusing part for me. When the wall appears, each creature within a creature takes. No. One and done. Okay. Uh, so everyone, it's only a foot wide, so you can go around it. It's just hard for them too because they're so big. Yeah, all it does now: um, loose, lightweight materials brought in, the f- they fly upward. Arrows, bolts, and ordinary projectiles launched at targets behind the wall are deflected upwards and automatically miss. But it's going. Uh, it's going way. kind of so through them, shoot, so, and they're so big. I'm going to say it's shoot okay. Shoot beside the wall. Yeah, it's the totally, wall's only a foot thick. Yeah, it's going through them. So you're using it yeah. for damage, but just so you know, you could use it as like a anti-arrow force field kind of deal. 
Yeah. All right, guys. We all good? Anything else? I just want Shibi? to try one of those. Uh, anything for uh, uh, Niku? <sighs> They're not close together. Niku's going to bite. Okay. So does the, the wall will not affect him. Correct. Bite, bite, bite. Yep, 12 damage to him. Got it. Anything else? Uh, he will blink away. Alright, make sure to reset his hit points. Uh, Esther. Mm. Esther is what do you mean? His hit points are at 26 oh. or 66. Sorry, Esther, oh, go okay. ahead. Okay, so she's gonna move over here and she's gonna cat. She's gonna summon an octopus. God damn it, you two! <laughs> <laughs> In place of Bo, since he's not here. I hate it. That's let me get amazing. it. Here you go. Yeah. Uh, let me give you control of it. There you are. Okay, so the octopus is gonna grapple. Okay. Uh, this dude. I love it. All right, let's. Uh, so, uh, grapple. Uh, you. It's strength versus strength. Okay. Let's see how we do. Octopus strength. Let's see. Octopuses are strong. Plus four. I also have plus four. Let's see how this goes. Yeah, let's see. I got a 23. You got less. Damn it. You did not grapple Aww. me. Ah, I shamble so hard. So I'm going to say that um, as the tentacles emerge uh, out of the water over onto the bridge, uh, Shibi's wall of, um, of wind causes them to flap around like those dudes at the car lot. <laughs> uh, but yeah, no grapple. Anything else, Esther? Um, no, that's it. All right, Shambling Mound up here is going to move 40 feet. Uh, I can get here. And that's his turn. Uh, and that now goes on to... Oops, I lost my turn order. Here it goes. Uh, Ellie, we're back at the top. Cool. Um, I am going to use Eldritch Blast, the one in front of me. And I forget it never does that. Okay. So, this should actually roll it now. Uh, 25 hits. Okay, and then the damage should be rolling. Three damage. And then... Let's see. Oh, I have three beams now! Okay, right, so that... More. That d 13 does not, and then... 19 does. Yep. Six more damage. Boom. Got it. Yeah. Wrapped with the damage. Right. And then um, I am actually going to move forward for no reason in particular. Um, no, you don't have to. There's an octopus there. That's true. There is an octopus there. <laughs> so I don't have to move forward. Nope. 
<laughs> so I will not move forward, but I will. Um, I can go ahead and bring out my spiritual weapon since the last spell I used was a cantrip. So okay. we'll do that. Let me get and, the pain uh, pipes. Yep. Pipes. And All backpipes are pain pipes. <laughs> and it's going to show up. Oh, hold on. Sorry. It's. It's like whenever it does the cast at what level thing, it's kind of like stalling. So give me a sec. Right. Uh, let me give it an aura so you can actually see it. Let me give you control of it. All right. You have control of the pain pipes. Okay. So I was okay. actually aim that at this dude over here, and I smacked him, and he takes 11 points of force damage. Got it. Nice. Anything else? That's it. All right. Aryan. Cool. Um, I'm gonna move to the. <laughs> I'm gonna move to the wall. Okay. Um, not to the windows. Not to the, to the window, <laughs> just the wall. Okay. Um, are you at 35? Gonna... No. Huh? What? No, I just realized that I'm at full. All right, it's cool. Um, as long as someone's keeping track. Yeah. Um, and then I'm gonna like bonus action dash to move up it a little bit. Okay. Um, With your space slippers. Yep. Yep. And then shoot at this guy. All right, you have sneak attack because of octopus and no disadvantage. Go ahead. And I right, and I will take a negative five. Okay. Um, so that is going to be um seventeen. Yep. Cool. Oh, not as many senses. Sorry, hold on. Making sure I'm counting everything correctly. Uh, 55 points of damage. Holy butts. Oh, that kills it. Oh, my God. All right, with that one, uh, that Shanley man has ceased to be. Well done, Aryan. Anything else? Uh, nope. No bonus action action. All right, Shambling Mound. Um, the wall no longer affects it. Uh, five, ten. It's going to attack the octopi. Puss. Here we go. Uh, do you have the stats for the octopus there, uh, Esther? Yeah, I was trying to find it. Uh, I can find it if you don't have it. I don't have it. All right. Uh, let me send you it in the chat once I have it. Oh, my butts. Hold on. Here it is. Bestiary. I'm not sure when oh, my butts became the, uh, <laughs> the phrase for the DM, but like, I'll take it. <laughs> Is this a giant octopus or just an octopus? This is a giant octopus. Giant? Yeah. yeah. Alright, here is the link to said octopus in the Facebook chat. Thank you. Uh, it has 52 hit points and an 11 armor class. Here comes my slam! First slam, 13, miss, uh, hits you for 18 damage. Okay. So keep track of that somehow. Yep. Uh, second slam, 22 for six more. Okay. 18 and six damage. That's my mm-hmm. shambling turn. Fernando. 
Okay, uh, I'm gonna do something Fernando hasn't done before. Uh, hey, Chris. <laughs> hey, Chris. Yeah? Would you say that in this river there are size, large, boulders, perhaps? Yeah, there probably is. Excellent. Uh, so Fernando uh, starts playing uh, a beat on his drum. Uh, will it be We Will of... Rock You? So you can tell yes. me. <laughs> Chris, I can't believe you beat me. <laughs> I'm, I've been sitting here and I'm like, okay, what would I be able to see that I could cast animating performance on? What songs would be appropriate to play? Rocks, boulders. <laughs> oh, okay, yes. Okay. Right, you guys see what Niku's doing now? He wants to end on the game after all napping. Oh. <laughs> Oh, I see. Well, what, are you, are, what are you doing? Catapult or what? <laughs> no, I'm I'm casting animating performance. Okay, I don't know what that is. So my... Please, please tell me. So, uh, on as an action once per day, uh, I can target a large or smaller non-magical item I can see within 30 feet and animate it. The animate item uses the dancing item stat block and is under your control for an hour or until it is reduced to zero hit points. Wow. I can only do this once per long rest or unless I expend a spell slot of third level or higher to use it. Uh, I can only animate one object at a time. Uh, It has uh, a reach of five feet. Uh, It has 55 hit points if it's a size large object. and it has uh, movement speed of forty, uh, and it movement does... speed of forty. Oh, it's a rolling yes. stone. I got you. <laughs> <laughs> yes, but I don't know enough Rolling Stone songs. Oh no! Sorry. <laughs> um, it's okay. We'll just stay unsatisfied. Um, <laughs> can't I'm get. Assuming none. that's a song. Uh, well, it can't uh, get anyway, no satisfaction. It's, it's its main movement or its main action is the force empowered <coughs> slam, which is basically a melee weapon attack. Okay. Um. So yes. Uh, well, I gave you your Indiana Jones rock, so you should have action. control of it. So it moves. Uh, let's see. Oh, excellent. Okay. So it roll over the around. dog. Yeah, it <laughs> it rolls around Niku. Okay. Uh, and just slams into the shambling mound over here. Um, That's so cool. See if it hits, yes, it does. That's a seventeen to hit, uh, and it does. It's a D ten, I think. Yeah, it's a D ten plus two force damage. I don't know if the damage matters. That is, yeah, that's eleven damage. All right, boom. I kind of want to think that Niku like hops on it and like runs backwards to make it go a little bit faster, do a little bit extra damage. <laughs> uh, very good. Anything else, Fernando? Uh, I don't think so. Yeah, that's my action. All right, Shibi, uh, you and Niku. Yeah, that's all. Good question. Yep. If I move here, come on. Oh, this stupid thing. Hold on. If I move here. Would I get a reaction from this guy, even though the wall is here? Yes, and you wouldn't be able to shoot through it. Okay. Uh, well, I'm about to cast Hunter's Mark, which is another concentration spell, so the wall will drop. Okay. Let me get my my wall toucher. Why can't I touch the wall? 
Did you ask? Did you ask its permission? Oh, wall? <laughs> can I? Oh no, that's the mound. <laughs> I can't. It's content. I can't touch it. Uh, it's gone. I just can't delete it. So. All right. Okay. Well, I'm gonna hunter's mark this guy. Okay. Oh, I drew a little thing on him. Alright. On me? Uh, you you have been he's been marked. There it is. Why can't I grab this? Oh, I got it. Yeah, the the mound was in the way. Okay. <laughs> I'm going to uh, shoot it. That sounds like a plan. Let's do it. Twenty will hit for seven damage plus your uh, hunter's mark. Which is D six. Come on, keep up. Six more damage. Boom. All right, looks good. Anything else? Uh, uh, second attack. All right. Yep, nine damage. I rolled twice. Six more? Uh, All right. No, three. Okay. Sorry, it's three. Took the first Yeah, one. sorry. I accidentally no, you're good. Yeah, your arrows are, uh, are are crushing it. Anything else? Uh, yeah, I'm glad we, fi- we, I'm glad we fixed those numbers. <laughs> yeah, Jenny was accidentally using strength for all her ranged attacks. Should have oh, been gosh, no. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> Big mistake. I don't, I think the computer, like, the computer is. I don't stupid. know why. Yeah, I know. Uh, anything else from so, Niku. Shibi? No. no. Niku's up. Niku. Uh, Niku has to roll a d6 to recharge. You just rolled two sixes in a row. I don't think... Okay, no. He's not oh, okay. Well... No, I'm saying, like, I wouldn't have believed you'd be able to roll another six. Oh, okay. He so he's not, not recharged. recharged. Um... Okay. Well, he is going to try to come up behind and bite anyway, because it's Niku. Let's do it. Uh, let me get to his page. Fight. Ten damage. Plus, uh, plus your uh, hunter's mark. One more. One. Anything okay, else? And he, he cannot. Um, for his bonus action, he'll take the dodge action. He has. Bonus action dodge? Why does he have that? Does doesn't he? Only rogues normally do. No, we don't have bonus action dodge. Okay, then no. It's a full action to dodge. Okay. Alright. Hey, uh, just so you know for future, this spot is technically within five feet of both targets. Oh it is? Mm-hmm. Think about that for next turn. Anything else? Okay. Uh, no. Alright, uh, Esther. Does the octopus go first? Like, uh, no, after. You go first. After me? Okay. Alright, then I will sneak attack. Um, Esther and Octo, the new album by They Might Be Giants. <laughs> <laughs> uh, sneak attack of my longbow with the. What is what uh, Sorry, which one? Uh, this guy? Uh, the. <sighs> One in front of the boulder. Oh, this guy. Well, he's not getting no sneak attack. Why are you getting sneak attack? Isn't there like a bagpipe? Bagpipe ain't isn't an ally. It's an instrument. 
Yeah. 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 Every time someone casts mm-hmm. spiritual weapon, it's so not summon be. friend. <laughs> friend shaped. Yeah. Originally insulted Chris. Just sorry. No, no sneak attack on bagpipes. Okay, fine. Oh, the other sham. All right. The problem is he's gonna have octopus cover. You can still shoot at him. He's just gonna. He's gonna be a little harder to hit. You can do it, but... Um... I can't. I'm gonna sneak it. <laughs> can I angle myself over here? Uh, yeah, and I'll lower the AC by a little bit. Okay, cool. 17 okay. is current AC from this position. Alright, cool, cool, cool. Alright, uh... Okay, it's 26. Yeah. Okay. This is sneak. Yeah, I'm so disappointed. <laughs> Sneak attack. I just imagine the octopus catching it and stabbing it with his arrow. <laughs> <laughs> uh, 20 damage. Jesus. Oh, no. So damage is uh, 34. Oh, sorry. 14 more. <laughs> As the octopus pulls the arrow out of one of the shambling mound's eyes and stabs it in the other one. Yeah. Uh, anything else from Esther? Uh, Esther's done. Alright, why don't you fuck me with the octopus? Yeah. <laughs> uh, I was gonna do the tentacle attack. Sounds right. <laughs> uh, he gets a plus five to hit, so it's 15. That's easy, isn't it? 15, oh sorry, yeah, 15 does hit. Sorry, I'm delayed. It's 2d6 plus 3. Nice. 8 damage. 11. 11 damage. Uh, 11. Yep. Got it. Still alive. Barely. <laughs> and he's grappled. Shit. Alright, that works. That's okay. I can do that. I can do that. Alright. My go! Right? Are you done, Octopus? Yeah. Alright. Yeah. Shambling Mound. Uh, the This one. Oh, that's so dumb. All you guys are over there. He's going to go after the dog. It just makes sense. Shit. Aww. He's going to go here, and he's going to engulf um, no. the dog. So you need to... Um, you're grappled. Oh, wait. No, I have to try and grapple you first. Yeah, first Mike, I, he doesn't... He first doesn't I have to try and sneak you, get a say? First, I got to try and hit you. If I hit you, then I can engulf you. 23. Yes. Yeah, his take, armor's Take 17. no damage. Oh, no, no. Take the damage, and you're grappled. Sorry, take 15 damage. Okay. Niku's is a little different. It's like I have to do it on the thing. Yeah, and then he sucks Nico inside of him, so he is now blinded, Niku's restrained, unable to thing breathe. thing is not coming up there. You said 15? Uh-huh, take 15 damage. That's extreme damage. Uh, and then you... <laughs> this is Valentine's <laughs> Day. All right, so... <laughs> Um, we, I, I, who wants to go on a date with me? Good Chris. <laughs> I rolled a one. I'll go. Okay, so you, um, uh, next turn you're gonna have to make a con save, otherwise you're gonna take extra damage. All right, his con save's plus five. All right, but that'll be later. Uh, that is the shambling mounds. Can Niku not blink out? Yeah. Uh, if he recharges, he hasn't recharged yet. Oh, okay. Uh, I will try to recharge to first move. thing. Five ten. I'm gonna go here. Uh, Ellie. 
Okay, so practical question. If we shoot at that mound, are we going to hit Niku? Uh, I'll say if you do exceptionally poorly, yes. Okay. But the mound is, he's basically inside. He's a very small target. He's a small dog and a big plant. Weird thing. Yeah, that's, that's what I was just making sure. I'd say today. Cause, <laughs> yeah, because Ellie is like, uh, look, no, look at this dog. If, um, if you crit, you hit Niku. Crit fail. <laughs> so don't do it. Yeah, um, we're not gonna crit fail. Um, knock on wood. If it's something like a shockwave or something that does like area damage, or like a lot of, sh- it's gonna hurt him too. Well, that's what I figured. I wasn't looking at at area of effect for that particular reason. Um, but I can do good old Eldritch Blast. That'll be and okay. Let's see. Are you attacking the one with the octopus or the one with the dog in it? No, the one with the dog in it. I'm okay. shifting so that I can get to that. Um, so I'm going to move. Yeah, I guess we'll move here just because I'm not going to be able to get far enough to get sneak attack for the the rogues. Um, but yeah, we're gonna we're gonna shoot. So. Uh, both miss. There's one more. 24. That one hits. There's that. Two damage. For a lovely two damage. And then I also have the stab pipes that are going to come and smack him. That works. Um, Sorry, Ryan, I got the name wrong on the stab pipes. You should be sorry. I should be. 12 misses. 12 misses. Okay. but Anything else, alien pipes? That is me. Aryan. Hey, that's me. Um, it's a me, cool. Aryan. <laughs> <laughs> Alright, that's a thing now. Um, I'm going to shoot at uh, this guy again. Uh, plus two because of Octopi, but I don't think that'll affect you at all, really. No, because unless he's got full coverage. No, he does not. You ignore him. Yep. Um, taking the negative five. Okay. Actually... Well, I've already. Yes, actually, I'm. I'm going to do it. Um, I'm going to step in. Yep. Um, so I'll have advantage. Yep. So that's much better. Um, so that's going to be twenty-two to hit. Yep. Hold, please. Damage buffering. Uh, 45. Yeah, he's dead. <laughs> he explodes! <laughs> All right. Feed me, Seymour. Dead. Anything else, Aryan? That's a movie I've not seen nope. forever. Fernando! Okay. Um, Fernando is going to try to cast Hold Monster on the remaining... Uh, shambling mountains. Okay. I need a DC 14 wisdom saving throw. I pass. Damn it. Alright, so you're not paralyzed. Mm-mm. That's fine. But then the rock gets to go. <laughs> the rock has its own turn. Alright, Dwayne Johnson moves up. <laughs> uh, 
uh, Dwayne moves up <laughs> and is going to do another uh, force-empowered slam. Okay. Uh, that is 21 to hit. Mm-hmm. Ooh, I keep rolling the die off the table. You stop doing that. Ah! Uh, nine damage total. Got it. And that's it. Shibi. One day, you. hold monster is going to work. <laughs> okay. Um, I'm moving my hunter's mark to uh, the new guy. All right. Bonus action. Or the other guy. The only guy. Only yeah. mounds. Oh, no. That's not bad. Continue. But there's a rock blocking me, right? So uh, yeah, yeah, absolutely. Okay, let me see how far I can move. Okay, yeah, I'm going to move there. I need my thing. Is your movement speed 30 or 35? 35. So you can move one more space, I thought. Oh, I'm... Did I count that wrong? I don't know. I might have. If you're if you're here, you can get adjacent and attack with your swords. Okay. Then you get to use your bonus action. Oh, no, you don't. You use bonus action to cast on anymore. Well, not cast it, move it. Move it. Yeah, so it doesn't take an extra spell slot. It doesn't take a slot, but it does take a, bon- a bonus action. Yes, but I don't want to use the slot, so. Right, right. <laughs> All right. Um, let's see. I'm going to slice and dice, or at least attempt to. Twelve misses. Okay. Second attack. Fourteen misses. Jeez. All right, we move on to. Not huh? Doing good. Uh, we move on to Niku. Uh, All right, let's see you, if he recharges. Before you, okay. Before, well, if you're doing that, go ahead. You don't recharge. You do take the. Um, I do recharge. Is it four to six? Yeah. Oh, okay, cool. Uh, you do start your turn there, so you do take this damage, but then you can blink out. So it's 2d8 plus 4. So this much plus 4. Uh, 15, 19 damage. What's 51 minus 19? Uh, da, da, da. Click on him and t- 30, 32. Uh, and then he can blink out. He's gonna. He can bite. Well, he's no, gonna is, bite is, first. Is, um, is Blink in action? I think it's his bonus, isn't it? To blink away? Let's yeah. take a look. Blink dog. It is an action. So you can either bite or teleport. I've been giving him way too much credit. Well, he was also very underpowered before. Yeah, well, now he's a beast. Ah, literally. So you can yeah. uh, either blink or bite, your choice. If you blink, you won't have to roll to get out of the the gravel. You'll just instantly teleport. And didn't you say he can't breathe in there? So right. So it'll be bad. That's why he's taking all this damage. Okay, so he's going to be teleporting. All right. He's going to blink. Uh, thirty feet anywhere you want. Forty feet anywhere you want. Okay. Uh, 
All right. Uh, is that his turn? He can still move normally. Uh, no. He's he's good. All right, Esther. Uh, he's he's gonna miss these step. All right. Um, over the waterfall. So she has line of sight and sneak attack. Was that fifty? You can only move thirty. Oh. You can bonus action. Uh, it's Misty Step, though, right? Misty Step's 30, isn't it? But then she's got a regular movement. Oh, yeah, then you yeah. can move. Sorry. Yes, I understand right. what you're doing now. You're Misty Stepping oh, okay. and then moving. Got it. Yes. <laughs> okay. And... It just seems that. like the elf right there is, like, Misty Stepping over a waterfall. It's just... <laughs> yeah. It causes a <laughs> rainbow. As you... All right, so, yeah, you get a sneak attack on this because of Shibi. Yes. Okay. It... The, the stab pipes uh, do not provide any cover. Okay, 15 to 15 hit. is its armor class. You hit. Oh, phew. And the stab pipes are just silently, actively laughing at the, <laughs> the shooting now. That is basically it's like the what sad they... trumpet, but it's a bagpipe. Yeah. Him is 36. Oh, boy. Got it. Anything else? That's it. All right. Uh, Shibi, you're being mounded. Slam. First attack, 23. That hits. Take 10 damage. You are currently grappled. Great. Uh, I am uh, second slamming. 20 for 12 more. All right, hold on. I have to do maths because I still have those temporary hit points. Yep. So what was the first one? 20, uh, sorry, 10 damage plus... You took in a total of 22 damage. All right, so it's all... Bowser! Uh, roll a, um... Oh, no, at the start of your turn, you have to make that save. You're engulfed. Uh, okay. Ellie. Okay. Um, I know the mound has probably taken some damage, but how are they looking at the moment? Oh, sorry, you can't see it? No. Mm-mm. No. Uh, how about now? Yes. Yeah. Yep. Okay. Yes. All right. So I'm going to move beside the boulder. Okay. Um, and we're going to try some Eldritch Blast. All right. If you crit, so, you're going to hit Shibi, but only if you crit fail. Yeah, only if I crit. So 18 hits. 14 doesn't. 21 does, so two of them hit. Alright. Five damage? Five! Yeah. Boom! Um, There's five, and then I am going to give Shibi Bardic Inspiration to help her get out. Um, Yep. And it essentially... Yeah. Basically, I'm just playing a medley of things from... Little Shop of Horrors. <laughs> so, yeah, because she's blinded but not deafened, so yeah, you can hear it. Alright, um... Yeah, so a D10 to help you get out. That works. Anything else, Ellie? That's it. Alright, <clears throat> Aryan. Cool. I'm gonna do... the negative five and go for the mound again. Okay, there's no sneak attack, because there's no adjacent allies. Shibi is inside it. That's fine. Alright. Actually, no, I'll just steady aid. Okay. Now I have it been anyway. Yep, that works. Ready! 
Oh shit, Nat 20. <laughs> hey. I'll be back in a little while when you've calculated. <laughs> oh, please. Uh, Sorry, I gotta go make some more to... dice. I'll be back. <laughs> I need some elevator music. <laughs> Alright, so. I'll tell you this it has 62 hit points. Can you do oh, it? Skip oh, you can totally hit that. <laughs> yeah, I can. What are you, Ellie? Did we skip the octopus? Oh, shit, we did. Sorry, I forgot that was yours. No, that's Esther's. Octopus. Yeah, I, I missed it. I mean, oh, we'll, we'll, we'll see if Arkane kills it first, but, Let's you know. see what happens. If not, we'll have the octopus go right after. But it only has a speed of 10. Yeah, he's too far. That's as far as it can go. Even with a uh, dash. Well, with a dash, can it can... Only... Okay, so with a dash, it can get there, but that's it. Oh, yeah. It can't attack. Okay. Uh, but let's say no, because then that's going to be full cover. Oh, yeah. All right. I'm not sure if I'll be able to hit it with... Eight, or kill it with 86 points of damage. 86? Oh, no, you 86 the shambling mound. He's dead. <laughs> Jeez. Wow. All right, with that, the, the vines uh, just spray forth this, like, viscous fluid inside of it that are just coating Shibi, and you're like, you slimed me. And you're able <laughs> to safely travel the rest of the way to Arabelle. Uh, when you res- when you arrive there, you see many different refugees from Tilverton uh, that are uh, being housed any way they can. Uh, normally, this is a place more of like luxury with their bathhouses and everything, but everyone's kind of in full panic mode, uh, wondering what's going to happen when Lord Eris attacks. Um, at this point, you have a decision to make. You can long rest here, or you can short rest and move on. You didn't take a lot of damage from them mounds, but it's up to you. Depends on how fast you want to do this. Uh, I'm fine with a short rest because I can meditate and get back up to full right now. Because I'm an elf. Uh, short rest well, it's 30 minutes. We need four. Oh. It's 30, yeah. Sorry, I keep thinking it's four hours. I I think we should long rest. Works for me. Like just, just so that we get like all of our spell slots back. And I think like while we're... I don't know, like eating dinner in a tavern somewhere, like Fishhanda would be trying to find um, people who came from, like some of he would be like talking to some of the refugees uh, and trying to get a full story of like what they remember. Um, okay. So they what saw. this is going to be? It's just going to be uh, they're they're just basically asking for the lowest rate possible as they have all these refugees, but they need money to. Yeah. So everything's going to be one Cumerian lion per person, including okay. lodging and food and everything. Uh, and okay. then when we return, uh, I'll tell you what rumors you hear from the Tilverton peoples. Okay. Uh, so Sounds let's good. Let's take a little like three, four minute break and be right back. Yes. All right. All right. Yeah. Fight, I guys. need to entertain this dog real quick because goddamn. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, Newt keeps sitting in my dice tray. Aww. Aww. I mean, it's kind of right. I'll be right back. Yeah. So, like, when he went in to have his teeth cleaned, Zach gave him this catnip banana, and he fucking carries that thing around everywhere. God, dog. He loves that thing. It's so funny. Like, if I don't get up fast enough, this is not a euphemism, I get a banana to the face. Um. <laughs> That's amazing. <laughs>
being attacked yet. By the dog or by enemies? Uh, the dog. It's very hard to Hello, Jimmy. Hello. Hi. How are you doing? Want to rephrase what I said. I can cook some things while playing, but I cannot keep an eye on a frying pan to make our dinner while playing. You look cute on the Zoom call. I like your little ears. We should date. Uh, maybe. <laughs> I need to uh, not wear glasses while wearing these. Yeah. Kinda... They look good, though. Yeah, I like them. Very cute. Are they new? Yeah, Chris got them for me for Christmas. Oh, nice. And so I have elf ear headphones now. Got the D&D headset and the, the work That's headset. Awesome. Yeah, you basically got me two different headsets. So I have like a nice one for work now instead of a stolen one with the things peeling off. Oh, <laughs> yeah. That's good. Yeah. How did your pay D&D gig went? It's going well. Um, I, I'm teaching at a... Um, I'm, doing, I'm running a campaign for autistic kids in this uh, like after school after school school basically uh, where they have mm -hmm. different like clubs and stuff um, it's much different than this uh, it, it's um, Jenny knows I complain about it all the time like it's good and the kids are, are great but they um, they're very all over the place oh, and, like, yeah. so the last one the guy is like uh, so I don't have like a character sheet or like a character online or like anything I'm like okay you just roll a d20 and whatever that number is we'll just say that's the number <laughs> Yeah. Uh, even though I'm like, we made your character last time together. Like, uh, how did you lose it? Yeah. So is, on, is it on roll 20 as well? Mm-hmm. Uh, they hired me because uh, Gabriel told him, like, I'm really good at roll, or I know what roll 20 is, whereas he's never <laughs> really used it before. Um, mm -hmm. And the group had gotten through the um, Tomb of Annihilation. They're all level 14, 15. I'm like, oh, you guys know what you're doing. And then I found yeah. out that their DM just gave them max oh. hit points, said they can cast any spell they ever wanted to. And just sort of like, and I'm like, oh, so it's not really that. <laughs> so the guy said, yeah. he's like, I want to attack. And I'm like, okay, cool, attack. He's like, how do I do that? I'm like, you're a level, you were a level 15. How do you know how to attack? Yeah, so he's trying to find a balance of uh, what the other DM was doing versus actually playing 
and what how old are all the kids 14 to 17. okay i didn't realize it was like a continuing thing i thought it was just one that's really cool it's cool it's cool um i've heard uh seen some articles that like D D helps like autistic kids and then also anyone with like a social type disorder or issues there's a uh, whole thing called growing with games with grow or growing games where it's like what you're saying and uh, me and gabriel both send each other the job posting they had for it because i'm like uh. <laughs> at the same time but i don't need another thing to do right now my um my neighbor his nephew definitely on the spectrum but nobody in the family is willing to admit it right um and i think like if they did like he's very very high functioning but you can definitely tell um and he just really got into D and he doesn't talk to anyone and so like when we went over there for christmas i told pam i was like don't worry i'll make him talk and so like he and i started talking at the dinner table and then like um, I was telling him, you know, I was like, yeah, we play on World 20 right now. Um, I have this game that we've been playing for over a year, and then I have a game that we play on, uh, on Twitch, you know, every Wednesday. And Grumpy Grandpa was like, what's Twitch? I was like, oh, you know, it's where you play online, and people can sit there and, and watch you play and, like, tune into the game. And he was like, to a board game? Why would anybody do that? And then grandson, who doesn't talk to anyone, just turned and looked to him and said, you watch football, don't you? And then went back to eating. There you go. <laughs> there you go. That's amazing. That's great. And yes, I don't understand the difference between watching people game online and football. I at least know the rules online. Yeah, I almost choked on my roll. I was laughing so hard. I was like, this is the best. That was good. Amazing. And honestly, as confusing as D&D's rules are, I still understand it better than I understand football. Yeah. Same. Based on, like, <laughs> real shit. Not that, ar- I told you all that, that um, mm-hmm. situation I had in high school, right? Like, when I moved here and and somebody's like, hey, Chris, we have, like, a, a fantasy football league. You want to be part of that? And I'm like, what do you mean, like, orcs and shit? What are you talking about? <laughs> <laughs> I don't know how fantasy football works. I know like, I'm too about. afraid to ask. Yeah. LARPing with football. That's what we need to do. LARPing I mean, that'll make fantasy football. football way more cool. It just sounds yeah. like flag football. <laughs> yeah. Anyway. The reason I know why fantasy football works is because... My brother Matthew, the one who's also a tax accountant, is the one who manages like the family league. So I hear about all like the trash talking and drama that mm. goes through this. And I just go, this is the only update I want because there's one cousin who is entirely obnoxious and he is usually extraordinarily obnoxious about this. I was like, are we beating Scott? That's all I need to know. <laughs> anybody, anywhere beating Scott, that is it. And that is essentially actually everyone else's goal, too. Like, there's actually money involved with this, and people aren't necessarily as worried about, like, winning the money at the end as being able to mm-hmm. rub it in Scott's face. <laughs> See, a noble cause. I've like, family members that way. And it's like, I don't care as long as we're better than this person. <laughs> I mean, that was me puppy raising Rucker. I was like, as long as he's not crack. <laughs> yeah. So, okay. um, st- spending the night in Arabelle, you all get a long rest. You lose all your temporary hit points, but you are at full health now, uh, as well as regaining all your spell slots. While Jesus staying Christ there, dog. hearing okay. some of the um, different uh, uh, refugees from Tilverton, uh, you do mm-hmm. learn a couple of things. Uh, you learn that um, 
Mm. I, want, I don't want to give you all. Roll a perception check uh, just for Nando, and let's see okay. how that goes. Would I do I get a bonus because, like, Fernando was the lord of Tilverton? Roll with an advantage. All right. Perception. Uh, perception. That is a twenty-two. Okay. You're right. It's like, if I say please, can I roll with advantage? Yeah, that's fine. <laughs> um, that's what, that's, that's all we specifically... had to do? Is that it? <laughs> that's, what, that's what I want. I wanted to ask, because, like, are these, like, people that he would know? Like, If I they're refugees from Tilburton and you were... Yeah, it does make sense. It does yeah. make sense. Uh, so okay. when they see you, uh, they say, please, you have to go back and look and see if there's any, any survivors uh, that giant black sphere that kept growing and destroying everything in its wake it was slow but there was no way we could stop it some people were stubborn and they were immediately engulfed in it and were never heard from again it's like they were erased from existence um uh, one of them with a 22 one of them says I stayed back to see if I could help after the destruction was over I noticed Mm -hmm. orcs coming and I thought they were there to help but they just took what they could, including a couple of prisoners, and headed back to the Stonelands. They... They looted the town and then left? That's it, yes. Uh... I thought they what, were our allies. What, were, were they wearing... Uh, what, what, what were they wearing? Did they have a banner or anything? Yes, they were. They were. Uh, they they carried the sigil of the Spleen Eaters. Now, the Spleen Eaters are the uh, same uh, group of orcs that you do have an alliance with. Is that where my mom is from? Mm-hmm. And you said those are the spleen eaters? They are. Which is very silly sounding, but it's canon for Cormir, so I'm sticking with I it. See. I'm sticking to my 1989 D&D. That's a choice. I was like, that is clearly not a name that Seth made. That is not yet. a no, name that no, I no, no. come up with. But, sticking with it. Mm-hmm. I was like, Seb, do you think you can get them to rebrand some? Like, maybe they wouldn't have kind of a reputation. Spleeders. Let's go with Spleeders. <laughs> Each of the local clans has a different organ that they eat. You know? it's like, who, you know, we got dibs on the spleen. It makes potlucks really easy. They just all bring what they got. They Listen, <laughs> I just want to talk to whoever wrote <laughs> this bit of D&D lore. I just want to talk <laughs> Seb, you were not alive when the Spleen Eaters were created. <laughs> Holy shit, care. that's right. <laughs> I was not alive. <laughs> you are correct. <laughs> All right. I'm still right. That's it. <laughs> it's it's, it's, it's not a good name. a lot of shit for being the youngest one in the group, but I know there's a range of ages, so I'm kind of wondering where the yeah. cutoff with this is as we say that. But oh, are there yeah. others in our group that are now like before, I was only a year old. Before the, were they were they after the creation of the Spleen Eaters? <laughs> oh well, my god! All right, Kenzie, I think is the next oldest after me. Who is? I think Kenzie is twenty six. So Kenzie wasn't alive either. I know Angelo would, used to be the closest to your age. Mm-hmm. She used to be a baby. Know. I'm pretty sure. Isn't Tobias the oldest? Yeah, yes. Tobias is the oldest. Okay, and then I think after... Anyway, it doesn't matter. Uh, Spleen yeah, is, is not a name that I created. Let's not go there. <laughs> no, it isn't. 
<laughs> Would not have named an entire orca tribe spleen eaters. <laughs> Wait, okay. Uh, anyway, so okay. I had to dig a little deeper because I forgot something, and then I found out the name of their um, clan headquarters, and Jesus we'll Christ. have to learn what that name is soon. Okay, but wouldn't I know? <laughs> yes, you but you me? don't. You don't want to speak it. Okay, can <laughs> you whisper it to me so I can judge how bad it is? It's not that bad, <laughs> but I'm taking it the wrong way. Hey, Which is what, it is what it sounds like, that no one will take this the right way. Uh, here we go. Except for maybe me, who may not get the joke initially. Is that what we're going for? That's the name of the... Oh, <laughs> <laughs> oh my god, you can't do that. <laughs> oh, you whispered it. I can't do it. I couldn't... <laughs> I'm not... <laughs> I'm I not love, saying that out loud. I love loud. 80s no. D&D so much. Not with that reaction. I'm gonna say, hang on, hang on. I'm going to mute. <laughs> I'm going to mute my mic so that I can tell Megan and Lindsay. <laughs> Very exciting. God damn it, he covered his mouth. Yeah, yeah we're like, we're <laughs> free. <laughs> I'll say, <laughs> oh, come on my left side. Thank you. I need my right hand for the mouth. Okay. <laughs> so, anyway, uh, this is what you've learned from the uh, the refugees from Tilverton. They ask that you go to Tilverton and Very possibly tragic. find out if there's any more survivors. Although you know mm-hmm. that your best quick choice of action is probably to head to Griffin Hill. Or to half hat, but you know that your spouses are not there. Mm-hmm. Okay. Um, I while I'm there, I play. Is there a thing bards? It's like this song of rest. Is that a spell you have to pick up, or is that just a bardic thing? It's a bardic thing. Um, it gives people extra like like an extra hit die and stuff like that when they're doing a rest. Like, I mean, maybe you could tweak it to you know give some peace of mind or something to their refugees mm-hmm. they're not actually like the party taking a short rest I don't know yeah. but it is just a bardic ability at a certain level and if I've got it you should have it unless you've got multiple levels and other stuff mm, no I I don't have bardic levels I was, I'm sending something else to you Seb as to why oh. this might have worked yeah, under your mm-hmm. like on your character sheet under the traits it should be there I can. Does that make sense, Seb? Um. Yes, that does make sense, Chris. Thank you. All right, I have one more um, piece of lore to share with you. So, just okay. take a look at this. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, we're having our own fun over here. Uh, <laughs> there were there were refugees from a town that was recently destroyed. Curtis, <laughs> take this seriously. You're right. You're right. Uh, okay, Hang on. I'm searching through my character sheet. This uh, is the what only would song? One that... Why would you do song of rest? Because you're you're not doing a short rest. You're doing. You said you were going to take the full rest. Just like as a well, no, I know we're taking a long rest, but like uh, just as a calm, like just to. As a character oh, for the refugees. As like yes, as yeah. like a character moment, like you know, calming the the these people that I have led 
This uh, is Marquand buying croissants. I see. Yes. I see. Uh, yes. so, this is like a, uh, a, like a role-play moment. As not people really begin like to calm a down a, a bit more, um, some of the townsfolk uh, are glad you're back. They they recognize that you guys uh, that um, Fernando is normally more of a diplomat, so they're used to him mm-hmm. traveling around different areas of Cormier, uh, and so they don't blame you for not being there. Uh, mm-hmm. One of them does say, uh, "I saw Mariposa. She headed towards Griffin Hill." Thank you, thank you. Uh, I, I, no one else has um, seen her or Pablo at all. Um, I thank you for telling me. So you have a new lead. Okay. Okay. Uh, yeah. <clears throat> After all that, he um, plays. He plays like he plays for the tavern, but like he's specifically like playing songs, like I don't know, like folk songs from that area, <laughs> that sort of thing. Okay. Um, just as like a role-playing, fun character thing. All right. So this does seem to alleviate some of the. Uh, the nightmare that a lot of these refugees have gone through, uh, bringing a little bit of hope. Um, you do learn also that none of the citizens of Half Hap were affected uh, by this sphere. Mm-hmm. It appears that it was limited only to Tilverton, and there was only one robed figure that was there, and it seemed more of a demonstration, less of an invasion. Okay. But you don't know why or, or how. So. Right. Obviously, like, no one would know why Tilverton was right. um, targeted specifically. Did he, like, just appear? Did he walk from somewhere? Has he was seen on the horizon. Okay. Hmm. Uh, did not make himself known or, or um, you know, introduce, like, you know, he didn't make his presence known. Right. Your I'm only reason uh, that Tilverton will probably be chosen is it's the largest town of the three, and it's close okay. to the Stonelands. Okay. So um, your assumption is maybe it was someone showing, uh, trying to prove himself to someone by destroying mm-hmm. a town. Okay. okay. A town that would offer um, very little resistance. Yeah. That... Okay, yeah. And Fernando would like share this information with the rest of the group once he returns to them. Um, he would let them know that like his like his wife was seen heading back towards uh, Griffin Hill, so we should press on there. All right. Anything else, guys? Nope. So uh, the travel from Arabelle to Griffin Hill it, it takes about. A day and a half at full march. Uh, as you move up the North Sea Ride, you move past Knoll Pass, and you know that this area is normally uh, riddled with various warbands of gnolls, some of which you've encountered as far um, northeast uh, as the Daylands. Um, but it is eerily quiet, as if um, the gnolls have left this area. In fact, you come across some camps that you assume were uh, from the Knoll warbands, but they've been abandoned. Uh, mm-hmm. Shibi, looking at some tracks, you see that there are a lot of uh, large humanoid creatures have marched okay. west. Um, 
and you're able to make it to Griffin Hill without any encounters after a day and okay. a half. Anything you want to discuss before you uh, venture into the town itself? Um, Fernando would tell them that like, they're welcome to stay at like his house instead of paying for an inn. Um, that's about it. Like he, he basically as soon as they get to Griffin Hill, he would head straight to the house because that's that works. That's like the first place he would look for them. So you move, uh, you follow Fernando through this town, and you can see that it's uh, slightly overpopulated. Again, you assume that many of the people from Tilverton ran to Griffin Hill for uh, uh, shelter from this attack. And as you approach this house that Fernando says is his, uh, you see uh, as the door opens many people inside basically what looks like a living room mm-hmm. uh, and standing at a table is is a lar- is a woman uh, wearing uh, armor and she's arguing with uh, different warriors around the table and as soon as uh, she as you as soon as you enter uh, she looks up at you fernando and she says it's about time you got here sternly <laughs> oh so that's uh, right yeah <laughs> uh Fernando just uh, smiles and like there's like tears in his eyes uh, and he just he, he runs and embraces her like he doesn't even respond <laughs> okay uh, as you get closer uh, you, you notice like her bottom lip begin to uh, tremble a little bit and she says we, we must stay strong and uh, she kind of whispers that to you as she pushes you away and she says get it together we, we have to save Juan Pablo they took him what the Zentaran they took him no the orcs. They've betrayed us. That's that's impossible. How they just turned on us? Well, we all knew this alliance was haphazard at best and showing our weakness, we can only assume that the orcs have allied themselves with Lord Eris and they've taken our husband into captivity. We have no choice but to go to their clan Lair and murder them all. No, there has there has to be a way to save the alliance. I, I mean, listen. I I just came from Suzale. Lord Thistle is in charge now, and we have to we have to rally our forces. I mean, we need to go get Juan Pablo back. Have you seen what they've done to Suzale? Are we sorry? Have you seen what they've done to Tilverton? How can you imagine that Suzale will be any different? Well, we're rallying the forces, and everyone in the area is coming together. Uh, if we all, if we can convince the orcs to help us, then that's just more people to fight Lord Eris. Where was Suzale while we were being destroyed? Okay, listen. It's been a while, but there was a goblin who was king of Cormier, uh, for a hot minute there, and he left a mess. Uh, uh, these, uh, my friends, uh, and he goes and, like, introduces everybody real quick, uh, to his wife, Mariposa. <laughs> uh, the, these are oh, just a few of the people responsible for getting Cork, the goblin, off the throne of Cormier. Lord Thistle is in charge now, and things are chaotic, but 
we're doing what we can. Roll a persuasion check. Listen, Rohan, Gondor needs us. <laughs> <laughs> hey, Chris. Yes. Real quick, uh, those oh, no. tracks that um, you were saying I was looking at, mm-hmm. uh, <clears throat> I am able to, ter- to determine their exact number of sizes and how long ago they passed through an area. Uh, Nulls, some are large and hundreds. Uh, would have been in the ago? past week. Mm-hmm. Okay. Just wanted to make sure we had that, <laughs> just in case. I will also tell you this. It seems strange that they'd be going west when it'd be more direct for them just to go straight south to Suzanne. Unless they had another way to get there. Uh, where were we? Uh, my check. persuasion roll. With a plus 10, I got a 13. <laughs> I mean, it is your wife, so does that mean... <laughs> <laughs> so I'm going to say um, some of the other uh, warriors in the room say, this is foolishness. We we know where they've taken one of our leaders. We need to show them our strength. That's all these orcs understand is brute force. We have to go in, kill them, and take our leader back. And um, Mar- uh, Mariposa says, I'm sorry, Fernando. I know you're one for talk, but... This time it takes action. Will you come with us? Are we not going to acknowledge the half work in the room here? Yeah, like, like <laughs> Fernando like gestures to himself and is like, I can talk to them. If my mother is among them, then she will still have friends there. Please just give us the chance to talk to them. So she looks to you and she says, now, you know I love your mother, but for every one ally she has in the York tribe, she has one other enemy. Uh, the, the, the tribe is divided, and it's, it seems obvious now what they've decided, and they've chosen us as their enemy, and we have to fight back. We can't let them have their way, especially if they're allied with Lord, Lord Eris. This isn't right. This... We... We just... I mean... If they didn't send any warning, then something has to be wrong. They're, they're being influenced by Lord Eris or something. Um, so she kind of recounts the events and she says, well, whoever was demonstrating their power, apparently some sort of magic user that caused this calamity, the orcs saw it as our weakness. And they were convinced that the greater power was Lord Eris and his followers. We can only assume that they'll only listen to, to that show of power. Assumptions make an ass out of you and me. Well said. Yes. Uh, rather straightforwardly put. But, but yes. <laughs> Sorry, it just came out. So in the... I just kind of like... At this oh moment, um, like a, a big heavy um, seriousness overflows uh, the hall and Mariposa uh, puts her hands on the table and looks at you in the eyes and says now's the time for action we ask that you come with us we ask that you come with us to the clan's lair in Big Bone Deep (laughs) 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 (laughs)
from the 80s. It's totally 80s. Yeah. It's from the 80s. 80s got away with a lot of weird shit. So that is located in Mount uh, Roswana, slightly to the north. It's from the 80s. Okay, so it's located over here in the mountain. 80s D&D. Derogatory. Okay. To... Mariposa Fernando's like he's like he's got like both his hands like on her upper arms and he's like begging at this point. He's like, please just let let me go ahead with with my friends. Oh. You can be close enough behind just in case something happens, but I we have to at least try to solve this peacefully. I, all I can do is not call on the attack uh, it, we, we will come with you we'll come if you are able to make it if we stay with any um how can i put this if they stay within any range of you there's the orc scouts will know that they're around so rather than um your wife does tell you that the orcs don't like subterfuge if there's a force yeah. coming they like to just show it straight up so they're planning yeah. on going headstrong in with the few warriors they have they will yeah. allow you to speak with the orc leaders, but they're not going to hide or wait back. Mm-hmm. Okay. Uh, then, okay, then then we can we can compromise here. We'll go together, but just just give me one chance to talk to them to see if we can get Juan Pablo back without a fight. Uh, all right. She looks to you and she says, "Yes, I think that w- that will be best." Come, let's get our husband back. And with that, um, mm-hmm. you guys are able to uh, rest up, rest your horses, and then early the next morning at dawn, you head towards uh, Griff- uh, uh, Mount Rosana and Big Bone Deep. <laughs> all right. So uh, you see uh, a small orc encampment outside of a large gate, and there are quite a few uh, armed uh, orcs. They see you. You you hear them blow a war horn. They don't move to attack, uh, but they definitely uh, are standing guard at the gate. And uh, Mariposa and one of the other orcs exchange, exchange some words, and she comes back to you and says, the orc leader will hear us. Uh, and you hear that the orc leader's name is... Where'd it go? Vretkag. Vretkag. And Vretkag, uh, you recognize the name as one being against the alliance between the humans and the orcs. But apparently they're in charge of the um, place now. I see. Of course they are. That's how it works. It's today. Fun. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, can you spell Vret? Yes, Vret. V R E T K A G. I spelled it right. Out <laughs> <laughs> of all the things, yeah, now, I got it now, right. Their lair is spelled B I G B O. What's the name of the What's the name of the clan lair again? Chris? Big <laughs> Bone Deep. <laughs> I love it. All right. Anyways. With that, okay. uh, you're given a, an audience with uh, Vertkai, mm-hmm. the, the orc leader. I'm going to move the map. This doesn't mean we're fighting. It's just yeah. in case. 
So place your characters in the murder pit, I mean the negotiation <gasps> space, in the center of the map. Why does it look like that thing has yeah, teeth? that's definitely... Mm -hmm. That looks like teeth. It'll be fine. Just, just right here. Great. <laughs> yeah, we totally trust you, too. So, Fernando, was your mother normally the one in charge? No. My mother was the daughter of the chief, but I'm assuming that's not who is in charge right now. Right. I was gonna say, has there been okay. a... <laughs> Do I... Okay, Chris... Would I be surprised by the knowledge that Vretkag is now in charge? Like, uh, I'm going to assume that you don't really have a lot of uh, interaction with the Spleen Eater clan. You know they've generally yes. left you in peace, and you do know mm -hmm. that the way orc politics works is when one kills another one, that person is yeah. taking the job. Uh, okay. So you know the fact that Vretkag... Uh, did I say his name right? No. Brett Kag. There's an extra K. Sorry, guys. There's a lot of consonants in these mm -hmm. names. Uh, here, I'll put them here. Uh, when when this particular individual took over the tribe, um, mm -hmm. you you know that he is against the alliance with the humans. Uh, he okay. can't just all of a sudden be like, "Hey, let's kill humans now." They have to honor yeah. their alliance, uh, uh -huh. but they need to have a reason to break it. So that will give you a small hint. Make sense? Yes, that does make sense. Okay. And then um, as you enter this place, um, you notice uh, you're surrounded by many different orcs uh, all along uh, the upper ramparts uh, in sort of a congress as they're mm -hmm. looking down on you um, in this area. So you're basically at their mercy at the moment. Did this get close behind this? Oh, yeah. Cool. We're in the murder pit. Great. Murder pit. Uh, you notice uh, your mother standing over to the side, um, on this side. Sorry, I only have one okay. orc thing. Oh, I do have Eye of Grumsh. You notice this guy over here. Uh, he's their priest. Okay. It's me, the priest! <laughs> um, <laughs> as standing next to Vretkag. And there are okay. some cages uh, over here uh, behind them. And mm -hmm. you notice uh, there are quite a few humans in there. And um, moving up to the gate, you see uh, sort of the haggard, wounded um, form of your uh, husband, Juan Pablo. Okay. So let me see if I can uh, find a uh, person to present him while you're uh, continuing with what you're saying. Okay. Um... Fernando uh, would uh, basically step to the front of the group to address um, Brett Kag. Okay. And in Orcish would say uh, in the spirit of the alliance that the Spleen Eaters once had <laughs> with Silverton. I'm just putting this guy here. This I... is your husband. Okay. <laughs> I, uh, uh, I... I beseech you um, that we might talk and figure out uh, 
a solution to this conflict. Uh, you... I know the Alliance has been rocky from the start, um, but... There doesn't need to be this kind of suffering. So, um, Vrettag, uh, listens to what you're saying, uh, and you see Katya, your, your mother, she kind of, um, looks to you with a, uh, sense of, um, pride, uh, but as soon as Vrettag stands up and moves forward, uh, she kind of sinks in, um, uh, into herself, and, uh, that's a little strange for her, you know, normally she is mm-hmm. more of a outspoken, uh, woman, but apparently something is just sort of crushed her, her soul uh, at this, and Vretkag looks towards you and says, You speak of an alliance, but it's clear that Tilverton and the other humans are weak. Lord Eris is strong. He's proven it by destroying your feeble town. Uh, he would have killed us too if we hadn't promised our services to him. Lord Eris is... Not the first threat that Cormir has come under, uh, and surely will not be the last. Uh, the forces in this area are rallying to the south, and we're confident uh, that Lord Eris won't be a problem for much longer. Uh, perhaps if. Perhaps if. the Spleen Eaters rallied with the remnants of Griffin Hill and Half-Hap, we would be able to come to a better agreement. So he looks towards you and laughs. He says, You mean the same humans that ran and screamed when their town was destroyed? Just like their so-called leader here, and he whips through the chain, or through the bars of the cage that uh, Juan Pablo is uh, encased in which causes Kachiato's flips. Uh, Fernando is, like, just barely managing to hold back his temper uh, at this point. Um, but he's still... Uh, he's still addressing um, Brett Kag, and he says... You won't flourish under Lord Eris like you think you will. Uh, he just... Men like Lord Eris don't want what's best for the people under his heel. He's going to ruin Cormir, and he's going to... He's not going to stop. And your clan's best chance for survival is to ally with Griffin Hill and Half Hap and South with Suzale. Uh, he looks to you and an orca says, Well, the best interest of the clan is to stay with those who are strong. Eris has proved he's strong. You have proven nothing. <laughs> uh, 
is all still in Orcish, right? Yeah, this mm-hmm. is all still in Orcish. <laughs> There's <Sorry>. subtitles. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I would say the best Ellie can do at this point is like just assume it's dramatic and like slowly build dramatic music to give you inspiration to give up the role, but she has no fucking idea what's going yeah. on. The only two the only two orcish? phrases you can make out in common, which apparently there's no um, Orcish translation <laughs> for, is uh, spleen eaters and big bone deep. <laughs> <laughs> Love that. Love that for you guys. Oh. Does, is Fernando the only one who speaks Orcish? I think so. Yeah, I, I speak Abyssal yeah. and um, Common, but that's it. Gotcha. Neat. Okay. Abyssal uh, and Common and you're an elf? Say that again? Abyssal and Common and you're an elf? You don't speak Abyssal Elven? Abyssal is the language of the construct. Yeah, but you don't speak oh. Elven. You should automatically. Oh yeah, an Elven. Duh. <laughs> oh yeah, in that oh, full okay. language. <laughs> like, what do you mean you don't speak like Elvish? <laughs> I only yeah, speak, speak Construct. Okay. <laughs> um, um. Oh. Uh, let me give you a little uh, yeah. thing here. I don't mm-hmm. necessarily recommend this action, but you know it's what he's thinking. Yeah. Um. Chris, are those walls straight up and down? Or can we get under, like, the walkway? They're angled in to prevent people from coming up. Okay. So you can back under them. You could. Yep. Not trying to be tactical. Not planning. <laughs> um. <laughs> Thanks, Chris. <laughs> um. <laughs> So, um, sorry, go ahead. Can I go ahead and make an actual persuasion roll? Uh, what is your, what are you, I know what you're trying to persuade him, but how are you going to do said thing? Uh, I'm, I'm going to, I'm basically going to keep, I'm basically going to, like, reiterate that, like, if, the if the people in Cormir came together, we could defeat Lord Eris because Lord Eris just wants power, and he's going to cause endless suffering if he manages to uh, if he manages to win the coming battle. Roll a persuasion check at disadvantage. Okay. I possibly give inspiration if I am just reading body language and know that he's making a case, and I'm just playing very dramatic, like slowly building music. Mm-hmm. We can do that. As if, okay. like, as if this was like some sort of like scene in a movie that you are now trying to make the yeah masses follow you. So disadvantage plus d10. Okay. <laughs> At least it's something. Yeah. All right. Over here, there's more. Oh. Alright, here's the detail. <laughs> <laughs> okay, that's my... Oh, okay, well, that's a dirty 20. Wait, what? <laughs> I oh. forgot my persuasion is plus 10. I was Yikes! really worried. <laughs> so I rolled a 5, and then I got a 5 on the d10. 
plus 10 from persuasion. <laughs> okay, all right. A dirty 20? Yes, we call it. A dirty 20 dirty isn't, isn't great. It's a, that's it's what we call it here in Big Bone Deep. <laughs> <laughs> I think that's an inside joke. Keep talking. Keep digging. All right. Um, sorry. So, <laughs> oh, a dirty 20. Um, so, Vretkag looks to you and says, If you think you're stronger than Eris, you must prove it. The only way is through combat. Uh, Fethendo does not look happy about that. Um, he said, it's still an orcish. Um, he says, um, what does he say? <laughs> uh, he says, the whole point of us coming here was to solve this without violence in I, I don't want to be leader of the clan I just I just want my people to be safe and happy so and uh, if you want your people to be safe and happy then the best way forward is to rebuild the alliance with Griffin Hill and Half-Hap and fight with us against Lord Eris. So at this point, uh, here's the current situation. Uh, as this conversation in Orkish is going between them, uh, the mm -hmm. rest of you sort of perceive that the clan is divided. There are some orcs that seem to cheer whenever uh, Vretkag mentions violence or just the stronger one. And then Fernando with his message of sort of the longevity of the clan, uh, some people seem to agree with them. Uh, it doesn't seem like Vretkag is going to deal with any um, answer that doesn't involve eating splains! Uh, but <laughs> but um, under her breath, uh, Katya says, uh, I'll do it. And then uh, Vretkag says, What wench? What did you say? Speaking uh, to your mother, and she looks at him and glares at him and says, I'll fight you. I'll fight you for the clan. And uh, so your, your mother has said uh, she'll do the uh, battle to the death in your stead. Um, concerned? I'm concerned. You should be. Um, I mean, it's not going to go well, I'll tell you that right now, but... Oh, no. Oh, no. Uh, okay. Um, Fernando turns to the crowd who seem to be, um, like, in agreement with him and his mom, and he says, like... Is, is there no one amongst you who feels strongly enough to defend your clan from these dangerous decisions that Vretkag is making? Trying to get, like, someone, like, an actual warrior, perhaps, <laughs> to fight Vretkag? So they start mumbling against each other, uh, and then uh, the priest says... No, it's, it's always been this way. Either it's one versus one or a group combat. But the winner rules the clan. So says Grumsh. Uh, Still can't understand. I'm assuming Grumsh is, like, 
one of the orcish gods? Do it's I know the, yeah, who it's that the big is? one. It's the Zeus of Orcs. Okay. Gotcha. Okay, okay. Zorks, um, as he's also. <laughs> okay. Uh, um, just, like looking around and she's looking at the others, going like, "What's happening?" I know. Ari just gets annoyed and shoots yeah. him. <laughs> <laughs> Are you shooting him? No. Okay. I was about to say we can do that, but it's gonna no, be bad. Okay. okay. Uh, group combat, you say? Yes, an equal number of people on either side, with uh, only uh, only honorable fighting. Straight combat, hand to hand. No magic. Oh no. No magic and no ranged attacks. Okay. Oh. <laughs> oh shit! Wow, you really uh. <laughs> Pick the perfect five. <laughs> you really, you really picked the, the perfect group of people to do a short-range melee fight. Oh, it's okay. I'm tough. Tiny Ellie. <laughs> I can turn into my werewolf form, but um, I would love to see their faces if you turned into your werewolf form. I imagine that would go over splendidly. Yeah. yeah. I was like, I don't think that's a good idea right now. <laughs> I don't think that's a good idea. Here's um, the other thing: is um. Some of you may have spells that you could cast that are under the table, like are a little harder to detect. These aren't the smartest of all orcs, guys. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, yeah, no, no, I'm not suggesting that. They put uh... all their thought into the name of their lair. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you can really tell. Um, I have spells that I can, that, like, only require... Like verbal components. Um, while, okay, so while, like, there's lots of, like, crosstalk happening, Fernando turns around and, like, very quickly explains, like, what's been happening, because you can probably tell that no one else understands Orkish. Um, mm -hmm. and he just tells them, he's like, listen, they're, they're not listening to me. They want, they either want a one-on-one -on -one fight with Rutkeg for control of the clan or group combat. But it's it's the orcish way. It, melee, no spells or anything like that. No ranged attacks either. No spells, so I couldn't use Hunter's Mark. Um, uh, I don't think if you can tell. find a way, like if it doesn't say like particularly, like it doesn't put a giant crosshair on them that they can see. Yeah. If it's more subtle, then I'll yeah. allow it. It's what they can it's, perceive. It's subtle. Yeah, so like I could cast like dissonant whispers because literally you're like whispering. Right. A as melody. long as I don't see the saxophone, then careless whispers is fine. <laughs> yeah. Um. <laughs> so horrible. <laughs> <No>. <laughs> it's just like unsubscribe. Listen, if Dana were here, I'd be like, yes, let's do group combat. <laughs> I know. That's why I'm putting this option on the table because Dana ain't here. Oh, or fixed. I know. Or figs. Why did I? Us. Hello? It's like it's like Figs or Zach always like. Why did you make this encounter? Why didn't you make it when I was there? I'm like, cause I'm trying to make it harder. <laughs> yeah. Um. I don't want Figs to be leader of the Deep Bone Boys. Or you don't. You don't think Zach would enjoy being leader of an Orcish of the clan? Spleen Chris? eaters. You don't think Figs would want to be known as Figs Spleen Eater? God. <laughs> <laughs> All right. The great is a big. Um, so is that what we're thinking? The group combat approach. 
Listen, technically, Fernando has a rapier. <laughs> Who knows? I haven't used it yet. Oh my gosh. <laughs> well, I know I've got a rapier and some daggers. If you need an extra dagger, that... Um, so using your drum and inspiration of that nature, Fernando, will be permissible because they do okay. use that in a lot of their rituals. They're talking about like shooting lightning from your eyeballs and shit. They don't like that. Ah, so so like a fireball perhaps would be looked down upon. Yes, it would be frowned heavily. Okay. Or ripping a hole through time and space. Not great. Seen. Tentacles, not a fan. <laughs> I'm so sorry. Um, it happens just sometimes. <laughs> <laughs> like, what about shadow swords? Uh, you'll have to see what... Basically, here's what's going to happen. If they think yeah. that you're cheating, then everyone's going to rain spears down on you. Yeah. Right, right. What about turning into a werewolf? Uh, <laughs> we'll have to see how that goes. You don't know. <laughs> yeah, Fernando is like, I don't know if anyone here has even seen a werewolf in person. It's magic. It's like... So, you know. I, I shouldn't say magic. I should say, like... I, I don't know how to describe the way they think. Like, they do use magic in a way, but it's more yeah. just to pump up their physical attributes and to right. fight in that way. They like, like, if it's used in a straight um, show of dominance, then it's usually cool. Yeah. It's when it's so used like, in, like, an area or, like, subterfuge. Okay. They don't like that shit. So, like, so Thunderclap is a cantrip that I have. Would that be something that's Depends okay? Depends how you describe it to me. Uh, you create a burst of well, thunder. Well, I mean, I know sound. what a thunderclap does, but if you, it depends on how you do it. Oh, uh, well, it's just. Uh, I mean, if you're playing ACDC's Thunderstruck on your drums, I'll allow it. Uh, <laughs> it's a somatic. It's a somatic component. So, like the, it's just a somatic component. So I imagine it would be like, like, Fernando, like, either like, pounds on his drums or like when he's like slashing with the rapier he casts the cantrip instead of trying to hit someone yeah uh you'll probably be able to get away with it but here's the thing guys it's up to you can't like ask me each spell hey does this work does this work we'll have to see what happens so are we going with the combat uh i don't know they're giving you many other options besides having your mother just go do it and that's not yeah you could do it 1v1 your mother could do it 1v1 or you can group it but you'll know you'll owe these people a debt. Can we put Ellie 1v1? That would be fabulous if I we could We can that do out. that. You could choose your champion. Hey, wait. Mariposa is technically a fighter. Does she have player levels? Mariposa's outside with the troops. She, she She's at the gates, okay. but they let a small audience in. I mean, if yeah, you want to say that she's here, we can let her try. Yeah, but we've got, t- we've got two rogues with us, so... Yeah. If we handle this right, the sneak attacks are going to be like, stupid. Yeah. I know they don't necessarily like subterfuge that much, but they have, to, they have to actually see it coming. Well, that's not you're not hiding in the shadows and shooting, you're more waiting for the advan- advantageous yeah. thing, but well, that's what I mean. they it's don't not like range sp- attacks. Even the yeah, spleen. That's what I was saying. Is like in a melee, like you could you could yeah. aim for the spleen and like yeah, just... if you attack the spleen directly, they instantly love it. <laughs> Get some salivating. Alright, let's do yeah. this, guys. Got this. Uh, I'm just going to move us all into a group of five. Unfortunately, Niku's going to have to chill. Okay. Oh, Niku can't fight? Mm-hmm. There's some random orc that's on Unless you let me have a beast, too. But you're not going to like the beast I choose. Niku can sit out. Okay. <laughs> Brett Tag, the eye is fighting. 
uh, and then three more orcs. Katya oh, will appear, 5v5. Hand-to-hand uh, -hand combat only, this is the thing. Now before, before, um, let me uh, bring this up real quick. Before the combat, um, the, uh, oh, where's he at? Sorry. Forgotten Realms, here we are. Where is it? Sorry, this wiki is huge. Where is it? The uh, priest leads you uh, in the opening ceremony where he brings you to a back uh, chamber of this uh, lair. And inside you see a, a large stone sphere. And the uh, orc genuflex in front of it. You notice a few other worshippers just bowing their heads in reverence um, to this thing mm -hmm. which I can't see oh wait let me look up spleen eaters yes there we go uh, here it is you see this giant stone uh, it looks to be a pure quartz like a milk colored sphere mm -hmm. now there's veins of red iron uh, moving through it uh, that begin to pulse and at the front of it it looks like uh, a, a small circle of obsidian almost like a pupil and it's dilating in and out as it stares across your group and uh, the priest says all hail Grumsh and they all start bowing before it and you recognize it as an idol of uh, Grumsh uh, the, uh, the deity that they worship but you've never actually seen the eye yeah is this like, um, is this like a magical item, or is it? It's an artifact. Mm. Yeah, there's only one eye of Groomsh on this gotcha. plane. He has yeah. one in his head. <laughs> See. Okay. Um. Yeah, Fernando would like give like a short bow, but he's never worshipped the Orcish gods. Mm -hmm. Um. So it's just sort of like out of respect for the coming battle, I think. Everyone make a wisdom saving throw. Oh no. Nice. Oh, hey, Chris. Yes. I'm going to use a luck point to reroll. Okay. Many of us are screwed. Uh, what do we get? 12, 12. What was yeah, yours, 19. Fernando? I got an 18 total. What was yours, Esther? 19. What was yours, Aryan? 16. 16? Um, yeah. So, as you're this, you see um, Ellie and Shibi, they begin to breathe heavier, and you notice that they're starting to sweat, and their hands, like, clench in rage. And both of you internally... You've never felt this before, but you really want to just drink your enemy's blood. Sounds like a great plan for today. Great! So, yeah, full-on raging, without the bonus of it. Damn it. I'm sorry. <laughs> I just imagine That's Ellie's what? little ball of rage, like this, <laughs> I want to eat some spleens! 
<laughs> Ellie's like vibrating. <laughs> <laughs> All right, and with that, we begin begin the political fight. If you win, then um, you'll be able to take control of the uh, spleen eaters and free Juan Pablo. If you fail, then uh, you'll either die or be let go, and the orcs will maintain their alliance to Eris, and Juan Pablo will be eaten. Y'all ready? Let's do um, it. All right, new turn order. Let me clear the initiative, and we'll go for it. So move all turns. Clear. All right, guys, here we go. You'll have to add Fernando in. Uh, yeah, let me add all these folks. Mm-hmm. Uh, if you're doubled up, I'll just delete the one that doesn't have an initiative. Oh, damn. My initiative. Hi. Oh, Kainga. Oh, hey. Hey, nice. <sighs> all right. Uh, anyone need me to add their shit for them? Shibi, what'd you get? It's in there, baby. Oh, I didn't click on my thingy. Uh, I'll put it in there for you. What's the number? 19. Uh, Ellie. Uh, Oh, you're already in there. I have two of you. Sorry, let me delete the extra. Okay. All right, we're good. With that, we go to the descending round as uh, the gong is hit and the combat begins. Esther, you are first. Ooh, okay. I... Uh... I'll stay, I'll stay Elfin. <laughs> oh, really? Oh, I thought you were going to go for it. Uh, I, I don't know. I don't know if I should do let's, it. Let's wait and see how the fight goes. <laughs> yeah, they might go crazy. You can shift, like, here. in the middle. Werewolf. Yeah. <laughs> All right, so what are you okay, going to do? It looks like we're going to lose. <laughs> yeah, okay. I will... Uh, I'm going to roll over here and attack with my scimitar. Plus one. Okay. This is a normal attack. Yep, it's normal. Uh, it is going to be 18. 18 hit. on the orc in front of you does hit. Okay. Uh, damage is 11. Alright. Uh, and then I'm going to disengage and kind of chill back here. That works. Anything else? Uh, that's it. Alright, after you, Vretkai gets to go next. Here we go, Fernando. Okay. Oh, actually, hold on. Wait a second. Uh... Nope, I'm gonna use Battle Cry. Uh, all my guys have advantage this turn. Uh, but that is his action as he just calls out uh, Shibi you're up great so great I'm so happy <laughs> um, I'm going to very quietly cast Zephyr Strike Okay. as my bonus action um, so it increases my movement speed uh, uh, by 30 feet uh, yep. Once before the spell ends, I can give myself advantage on one weapon attack, and that attack will deal an extra d8. Right. Uh, I'll okay. choose when to use that, and uh, 
my movement does not provoke opportunity attacks. Right. So uh, from their perspective, they you just say the Elven word for wind, and you basically move super fucking fast, but they don't see it as... They just see you moving fast. It's, it's not going to exactly. make mm-hmm. them pissed off. That's what I was thinking. Yep, totally fine. And that way I, I can move around and not get opportunity attacks. Mm-hmm. Um, How long does it last? Uh, it lasts a minute. Yeah. Concentration. It is concentration. And it only works on one opportunity attack. Or, sorry, one attack with your... Um, with the advantage. With the advantage. But uh, I'll choose when to do that. Okay. Move this out of the way. Fucker. Uh, where am I? There I am. So and Shibi's done, Aryan is up. I'm going to move here really quick and attack this guy. Okay. So... All right, second attack. I realize I've been using uh, that a little Let's bit finish this one first. Uh, this guy's actually dead, so you can, if you have any movement left, you can move up and attack another one. Oh, yeah, I have plenty of movement left. Okay, so I'll attack this one. Okay. Second attack. I've been using that wrong just a smidgen, so I'll attack with this one. 15 does hit for 8. Alright, and then I'm going to dense backwards. And you provoke no opportunity attack. Exactly. So, uh, in a blinding display, Shibi dashes across, and you just see a blade shimmer. And as she moves over to the other orc to stab it, the other orc's head just falls off like a candle that was cut on an, on an anchor <sighs> and immediately dies. You do see that uh, the priest and the war chief look visibly shaken. They're like, this was a fucking bad idea. <laughs> Arian, you're up. Do the shadows count as shadows? Uh, you don't have disadvantage if that's what you're saying. Well, what's your question? Yes. Uh, do I we're, have we're underground. Oh. Yeah, we're in oh. a cave. We're in a cave. Sorry. Oh, we're, okay. We're okay. we're you know where we are. We're we're big bone deep. Gotcha. Gotcha. Mm-hmm. Cool. Okay. Right. So. I'm going to run up to this guy and do something that Arya never does and pull out a dagger and a short sword. Let's do it. <laughs> so <laughs> stab him with a short sword. Um, and that's going to be a 20 to hit. Yep, that hits him. Cool. Um, that's going to be... Uh... Nine points of damage. Okay. And then I'm going to stab him with a dagger. That's a dagger plus one. Okay. Uh, and that's going to be an 18 to hit. That does hit. This is your offhand attack, right? So you're not going to add your bonus to damage. Oh, damn. I should have done that the other way around then. Sorry. Yeah, you still add mind. the magical damage. You just don't add any proficiency or strength or next yeah i get the i get the bonus because of my two fighting thing yeah, i don't just, know if she has that no i don't i'm just not used to fighting two-handed um so now i know in the future um so that'll be a plus four uh then a bonus action addition bonus 
bonus action disengage and run away. Uh, so unless I'm wrong, if you're using two-handed, your bonus action is to attack with the other weapon. Oh, is it? Yeah. So you can, <laughs> we can say you didn't attack and you disengaged. Um, do you want to do the damage or do you want to disengage? One or the other. I'm going to disengage because I'll right. probably die. That works. <laughs> That's fair. Uh, if you're finished, <laughs> this orc will move up on Fernando. Okay. Sorry, it's just you're the one. <laughs> you're right no, there. that's that's fair. Uh, here he goes with a great axe, uh, eighteen for fourteen slashing damage. That does that does hit? All right, take your damage. Is it? And then be? you get to go next. Roll twenty isn't gonna let me. Uh, let me roll one more time, uh, because I might have a crit. Uh, I do not. I do. Oh, not that's go. right. You have. I rolled the exact yeah. same again. <laughs> wow. Uh, for some reason, isn't I gave you guys one advantage for RP, That's by the way. Oh, thank you. Oh, okay. Uh, you said it was 14 damage? Yeah, you took 14 damage from his attack. Mm-hmm. And it's slashing, if that matters. Uh, it doesn't. I'm, I'm keeping track of my HP on... D&D Beyond, because for some All right, reason... I trust I, you. Whatever you want to do. I can't edit. It don't matter to me. His health in roll 20. Okay. Um, oh, and it's my turn. Awesome. Yes. Uh, Fernando is going to scooch around to get here. Uh, and cast... He's, gonna, he's like playing like... Basically, he's playing like a war song on his drum, and okay. then on one of the downbeats, uh, he casts Thunderclap. Ooh, I like uh, it. All right. So I need a con save from all four of them. That works. Uh, the two or- regular orcs first. Left one, mm-hmm. 18. Passes. Right one, 21. Holy shit, passes. Uh, Warchief, con, right? Yeah. 18. Yeah. Oh. I have Grumpsh. Uh, 18. They're orcs, man. They're they're gonna be constitution. You know what? That's fair. It does nothing. All right. They all just start like mob flash mobbing, right? (laughs) Yeah. I mean, it's like a it's a it's a huge like thunder. It's it's like an actual thunderclap that can be heard from a hundred feet away. So I'm sure it's just very loud. Right. Yeah. The uh, the uh, the different uh, rafters begin to shake. And uh, some yeah. of the orcs are like holding on, but to them it's just rock and roll, so we're good. Anything else? Uh, no, that's it. All right, Ellie. Okay, um, I'm gonna run up to this dude and stab. Okay. So. And there's a 13 hit. That is their armor class. They're wearing hide. Okay, so he takes right. four points. All right. And then um, bonus action. Basically, I'm just singing along with, uh, very angrily, since I'm still very angry, about how much I want to murder these dudes and giving Bar- uh, Fernando bardic inspiration um, okay, as nice. I'm singing along with the drums. And just it is just a very, very angry Ellie doing like it. it. So, and that's it, because I, I only have one action per round, so... All right, yeah. uh, your turn ends. This orc... Um, 
He's gonna move here and attack Fernando with advantage. Okay. 18 for five. That's some poop. Uh, oh yeah, that totally sucks. I have grump. Stupid. Um, that's also dumb. What about this? No. Why would that? Why would that even be a spell he would want? Ah. He looks towards you, Fernando, and says. Don't you see? Grumsh wants us to succeed. Roll a wisdom saving throw. Oh, With a d10. Yep. Uh, I don't need the d10. That's a dirty 20. Woo! Alright, you're realizing this priest is fighting dirty. Casting spells. Mm-hmm. Uh, he will move here. Esther. Okay. Um, Esther is gonna sneak up on this fork right okay. here and attack with scimitar. Yep, sneak attack because of Fernando. Yep. And gonna be eighteen to hit. Sure does. Uh, what is that? Fifteen plus yep. three, eighteen. All right. Uh, you you cut through them through his neck and through his torso and he falls into three pieces super dead Jesus Ew. anything okay. else All right. I'm gonna step back okay I feel like my one job in this is to position myself just in spots where Esther and Aryan can make yeah. <laughs> that's, that's why I, like, I wanted to use thunderclap but I also just wanted to be near everyone. Yeah, good job. Alright, so, uh, Vretkrag, uh, he yells out, he's like, do you see what they're doing? They're trying to divide us! Uh, the rest of the orcs around are gonna roll wisdom saving throws. Let's see how they do. Uh, top left, and then moving clockwise. Oh, sorry, that was not supposed to be an advantage. Okay, failed. Next one. Super failed. Okay. Next one, passes. Next one, fails. Oof. Next one, fucking fails. Wow! Next Why can't one. you have these rolls for Where were these rolls when I cast Thunderclap, Chris? Two of them pass. Uh, they look towards you in anger and leap off using their aggressive feet. They can move up to their action as a bonus action, move up to their movement speed as a bonus action, and then attack. So, cool. jumps in. Jumps Fun. in. Jumps in. This guy passed. Uh. Jumps in. This guy passed. Anyone who's on the things here says, nope, that's some <laughs> straight bullshit, and stays up there. Sound good? Uh, okay. They're going to attack, and then I'm going to add them into the initiative order. So, Fernando, you're being attacked by this guy. Okay. That's going to be a... Uh, that's 13. a miss. That's a miss. All right, so as he leaps off the battlement, you manage to dodge. Uh, the next one attacks Ellie. Ellie, that's going to be a... Um, Seven, that misses you as well. Uh, this orc attacks Aryan. 
It's going to be a uh, 15. Oh. No, it misses. And this one attacks Shibi. 13. Nope. I think that, they that, all nope. miss, so they basically take their turn getting in there. Let me add them to the initiative order. So we all realize spells are happening now, right? Uh, well, it depends if you want to sway the rest of the tribe in your favor. They acted dishonorably, and half, or more yeah. than half of them agreed, yeah, let's just fucking do it, because we're assholes. But the ones that didn't... Mm-hmm. Now, there's more orcs in this camp than these six. Yeah. <laughs> it's the ones right. involved. So if you, just act, if you act honorably while the other group acts dishonorably, it'll probably work in your favor. Not if we're dead. Not if yeah. you're dead. So there comes a point where you have I'm to I'm going to stick with my Zephyr Strike, which is like a hidden spell. Yeah, yeah none of mine are hidden. Mine are right. all angry and dark. Brett Craig <laughs> is taking his actual action now, and he's attacking twice with his great axe on Fernando. Okay. First one, 13. Second one, that's 23. Nice. So that's going to be 15 oh, slashing that damage. That's unfortunate. Uh, okay. His uh, battle cry is no longer in effect. Okay. So they all attack normally now. This orc uh, will attack you again. Uh, Twelve misses. Shibi, you're up. Yep. Okay. Where am I? There I am. Okay. Well, I'm just gonna slash and dash the guy right beside me. Okay. Do it. Okay. So. Yep. Uh, yep. 11 damage. Got it. Is he dead or? Nope. Alright, so the short swing. Uh, now he is. Boom. Alright. Uh, I'm going to move up to be beside Aryan mm-hmm. and use my bonus action to attack. Works for me. I can do it with a similar SAR of speed. Yep. Uh, 24 for 10 damage. <laughs> got it. Anything else? Alright, backing up. <laughs> uh, if you back up, I'll opportunity attack you. You can't, because I have Zephyr Strike. Oh! Alright! So let me give, a, give you a little feather so I remember that you're fast as fuck. Okay, cool. So, so in a blinding speed, you cut through one and stab another before it, the other one even hits the ground and then get back. Um, if, is that your turn? That's my turn. Alright, Aryan, you're up. I softened him up for you. Cool. I'm going to stab this guy with plus one dagger. All right. Um, that's going to be a 16. That'll hit. Cool. Uh, 10? 10 damage? Yeah, you stab right in the spleen, which is the worst insult to these guys. So he's dead. <laughs> okay. So does that mean that I could move and still attack? Uh... Uh, as, as an offhand bon- attack, yes. If you use it as your bonus action, you can. Yes. Okay. But you cool. wouldn't be able to disengage. You would not be able to disengage. But he's dead. Yes. So I don't have to disengage. No. Yeah. Okay, so I'm going to step forward and then stab this dude. Okay. You attack normally, would- but you don't add any bonuses to your damage besides magic. But I would get sneak attack. Yes, you one- would. Okay. So this dude is getting stabbed in the face with a short sword. Let's do it. Um, with a 17. Yep. With, yes. Um, so, 12, 18, 20, 29, 
Uh, 31. 30, 30, 31 damage? Oh. Yeah, you fucking eat. stab him right in the eye, and then you eat it. He's dead. <laughs> well done. Anything else, Aryan? Uh, no. All right, this orc is going to attack Ellie. Go for it. She just growls at him. <laughs> I'm going to eat your spleen. I don't know how, right how, that, how long that angry stuff lasts, but uh, I'm just going to play on it for a while. Ten damage. Yeah. Okay. Uh, that is his turn, Fernando. Okay. Uh, Fernando sees that the the orc eye of Grumpsh is on some bullshit. Mm-hmm. Uh, and so he's still he's still playing his drum, um, but uh, under his breath he casts Dissonant Whispers. Uh, at third level. Okay. Uh, so I need a wisdom saving throw. DC 16. Wisdom for the eye. Wisdom saving throw. Here he goes. Uh, 12. Oh no. A fail. This is 5d6. Oh no! Oh, that was a bunch of buttons. Uh, so that's... 15 plus 6 is 21. Yikes. Psychic? 21. Yeah, 21 points of psychic damage. All right, so and only in his head bonus does he... Action... Oh, go ahead. Yeah, only in his head he... does he hear this. Yeah. And then bonus action, as he's playing the drums, uh, he gives bardic inspiration to Esther. Okay. So you have a D10? Uh, so D10, D10. 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 yeah. All right, so you see the uh, orc eye of Grump. She begins to just shriek in pain as this... Um, cacophony is going on in his head and he starts slamming his head against some of the pillars uh, taking the damage uh, but everyone else thinks he's fucking nuts anything else uh no that's it all right ellie's up okay uh so ellie is a tiny ball of rage and she aims at the spleen in front of her <laughs> <laughs> yeah all right, with your teeth, you manage to cut through his skin and eat his spleen. He's dead. I just imagine that she's doing this, and this huge orc compared to her falls over, and yeah. she's cackling. <laughs> just covered in Not blood, this neck. Like, ah! Yeah. You know what? You're like you're like that that birthday girl meme with the bowl. You know what I'm talking about? That's exactly. It's like exactly, the, new, the New Year's video. Yeah, that's exactly what, yeah. what Ellie is right now. Yeah. I'll have to find that later. All right. Uh, anyway, so, um, yes, murdered. Anything have, else? I still have movement left, okay. and apparently no common sense. So I'm going to like <laughs> use my movement to run around to the eye who, I presume at this point, I'm just assuming they're cheating, because why wouldn't I? Oh, yeah, he's straight cheating. Mm-hmm. And so I just, like, I am cackling at him and waving my sword, and I get right in front of his face. I can't do anything, mm-hmm. but I am there... And like just this tiny ball of like derangement. And by okay. right in front of his face, you mean at his kneecaps. <laughs> Basically. That works. All right. Anything else? That's it. Shit. Um. I'm just gonna straight cheat. Here he goes. I have Grump's gonna be an asshole. Uh, mm-hmm. He's going to bonus action spiritual weapon. Here is a spirit. It's a fucking eye. Here we go. Uh, <laughs> gross. Uh, yeah, don't like that. There's like lots of eyes inside the mm-hmm. eye. 
Uh, here he goes. He's attacking you. Uh, make a melee attack. His spell attack DC is what? Two. Uh, I rolled <laughs> oh. Oof. So he summons this eye and it immediately goes cross-eyed and fucks itself. Great. Uh, now I'll attack with my spear like a normal person. Here we go. 24 for 15. Who are you attacking? Ellie. I mean, yeah, oh, okay. Yeah. So the eyeball misses you, but his spear gets you. That's fine, but now everybody else has seen he's cheating, so I don't know if there's any other people who are Yeah, he's being a giant that. asshole right now. There's a lot of booing yeah. coming from the stands. From those two people in the stands. There's more! <laughs> no, no, Fernando's mom is up there, too. Three. <laughs> You're a spleen. I could have canceled out his spell, but I'm also like, no, I want I want people to see that have witnesses to your being a bastard. So. <laughs> Esther, you're up. Well, I have. Alright, Esther's gonna. I don't gonna know if I chose counterspell. Step up right. and attacking the, the org eye. <laughs> <laughs> and it's gonna be sneak attack. Okay. Uh, that is 19 to hit. Uh, that hits. Here's the damage. Nice. Uh, 27. 7? 27. Oh, 27! That kills him! <laughs> oh my god! Uh, yes. So, uh, you go in and you stab him, and the uh, eyeball closes and disappears. That's nice. right. Well done. Nice. I was going to say, in my anger, can I turn around and pop it? <laughs> oh. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> and it just covers you in, in, so in gore, and it's, it's, it, you're, the pick, you're the meme again. Just covered it. <laughs> Esther just like takes a step back from Ellie, <laughs> like a little bit. <laughs> what the hell? <laughs> Roll an uncomfortable saving throw. Anything else, Esther? That's it. All right, uh, Vetrag. Wasn't it like me and wait, who else? Got Shibi. Raged. From yeah, this. but I assume my wife Shibi. is always raging. Uh, I'm yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I've killed three and a half. Uh, Vetrag yeah, is gonna. Like, at some point, someone's gonna be like, something's off with her. Maybe. <laughs> uh, he's swinging his axe in a circle. So one to Fernando, one to Ellie. Here's the one to Fernando. Fifteen. That's a miss. All right, Ellie. Twenty-five. Miss. Yeah, that hits. Fifteen more damage. Cool. Uh, and that is his turn. We now move on to an orc. Oh my God! It's just Fernando. You're it's being attacked him. by this guy. Okay. Uh, 25? That's a crit for going me. To That's going to be 15 use, damage. Uh, no, it's not. I'm going to use a luck point. Fuck a dick. What do uh, I do? <laughs> uh, I get to roll a d20 and choose which one. So <laughs> here you go. <laughs> yeah, that was a nine. I'm going to choose that one. <laughs> That's all right. This is my fun. Moving on. <laughs> all right, cool. He misses. Shoot Okay, let's see. Who am I going to run up on? There's only two fucks. Well, let's go fuck this guy first. All right. Right in the spleen. Get big bone deep. Aim for the spleen, GB. Aim for the spleen. <laughs> 12 misses. <laughs> no. That hit. Oh, nice. 11 damage. Well, it's double because it was nat 20, right? So 20 no, the nat 20 is already No, that is included. doubled. 
Don't you have your Hunter's Mark damage too? Nah, I didn't no, I have uh, Zephyr Strike right now. Oh, okay. You have bonus action. Yep. Uh, 13 is his armor class. That's enough to kill him. It's only nice. the leader left. He is unhurt, though. Not for long. <laughs> all right, I did what I could. Anything else? <laughs> That's all I can do. All right, Unless I want to move more, and I don't really want to move more. <laughs> uh, okay. Cool. Um, I'm going to run here to this dude. Yep. Um, and I'm going to stab with the dagger. Sneak attack. Peace. So if it misses, can I just choose to sneak attack on the next one? Yeah, you, or is you it... can apply it yeah. after you hit. It says when you hit. Okay. okay. Um, not that I'm going to miss with that one. Well, I don't know. He's probably more armored than the other guys. Um, so that's going to be a... Oh, no, that'll definitely hit. A 24 to hit. Yep. Uh, not a D8. That's a D4. Thirty-two points of damage. All right, wait. Got it. No, thirty-four points of damage. Two more. Got it. Um, and then I'm gonna stabby stab again. All right. Um, this time with um the short sword. Okay. Uh, that's gonna be a twenty-seven to hit. Um, no sneak attack, just the straight roll, right? Plus any magic, but no modifiers to the damage. It's a silver short sword, though, so it's just the d6. Yep. Four points of damage. Got it. Damn. Alright, so he's bleeding out. He's still there. Arin is proving that she's more than just a bow. <laughs> <laughs> Anything else? Uh, no movement, action, bonus action. Fernando. Okay. Um... Ellie, you're after Fernando. I think I'm just... I think Fernando is like continuing the war song and he's just he's gonna cast dissonant whispers again okay um this time at fourth level Ooh, all right all right uh it's wisdom just an extra d6 yeah wisdom dc uh 16 i say i fail excellent here comes 66 Fuck. damage <laughs> uh oh that was significantly worse uh, 14 plus 5, that's 19 points of damage. Got it. And, um, you know what? You know what? Uh, bonus action, we're going to give Ellie, uh, Bardic Inspiration. Ooh, alright, alright. Anything else? Uh, nope, that's it. Ellie, you're up. After Ellie, okay. it's Esther. Sure. Um, I'm trying to see what an enraged little gnome is going to do. Um, but, uh, because none of my stuff is overly subtle. Um, but yeah, we will stab him again. Okay. Whenever it rolls. Uh, 18 for 6. Okay. Got it. That, um, 
Yeah, bonus action. There's not much I can do at the moment, so I'm just still like stabbing at him. It's okay. probably like mm. pretty much like just not doing a whole lot, but like I am cackling the entire yeah, you're, time. Yeah, you're digging in there. Yeah. Yep. <laughs> uh, some of you guys are disturbed because you've never seen Ellie in this full-on rage. The last time you saw yeah. Ellie covered in this much gorgeous, there was a, there was a were rat involved. Mm-hmm. Uh, anything else? <laughs> nope, just ah! <laughs> <laughs> Esther, you're up. That was All right. great. Just cautiously, just keeping an eye on Ellie. Esther right. uses disengage. <laughs> Chris, Chris, I'm going to need you to send me the raw audio for this episode. Uh, that cackle is going to be my new ringtone. That's your tone. new ringtone? Yeah. Every text? Guys, yes. the play I did like two weeks ago, I had to cackle like maniacally while swinging around a lightsaber and screaming, die, die, die. <laughs> Like, that was part of That's the play. Great. Amazing. So, oh. right. attack again. Okay. And somehow no one here called the police. <laughs> <laughs> uh, 21 to Hits. hit. Eight. Damage. Uh, it's going to be 25. 25 damage? Yep. All right. He looks fucking weak as shit. Anything else? Alright, I'm gonna use uh, I'm gonna attack again Use my bonus action uh, Okay, what are you attacking with? Uh, sword Sword Okay, so you have a moon raper in one hand, short sword in the other hand Yep That works And So this is just a regular attack mm-hmm. 18 18 hits The damage is 9 so it's just the die roll. It doesn't involve any pluses because it's your off hand. Oh, okay. Die roll. That's going to be uh, five. Okay. Uh, he is. He's. There's a sliver there, he's guys. Still there's off. a sliver there, guys. Uh, I have to. I have to zoom all the way in <laughs> to be able to see right into the spleen. <laughs> the one hit point he has left. Anything else, Esther? Uh, all right. So, uh, Vretrag looking and seeing, uh, looking for um, support from his clan, seeing just frowning faces and disapproval from the different orcs around him. Uh, he drops to one knee in front of you, Fernando, and says, I, I yield. Please show mercy. Time out. Esther, it's still technically the end of your turn, so you could use your reaction to finish him off. That's up to you. We are still technically in combat. Like, my turn's not for another many seconds. So, okay. I mean, I look to I look to Fernando. Well, it's either you do it or you don't. There's no time to look. It's all happening instantaneously. Uh, I'll spare him because right. we want to be honorable. That works. Uh, we're out of combat right now. So, what do you want to do, Fernando? Uh. Katya yells over the rampart saying, finish him! Um, he is your wife, right? Uh, Katya's his mom. No, Katya's my mom. Okay. But you hear in the uh, distance your wife saying, finish him! <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I figured that. Um, um, Perception check, Fernando. Okay. <laughs> Uh, how does this rage work for Ellie? Like, is she gonna want to keep stabbing unless someone stops her? Uh, that's a uh, twenty-one. Uh, more than likely, um, the same bloodlust you see in Ellie's eyes, you also see in your mother's eyes. 
Interesting. Um... Can I make a... I don't know... If you take too long, we're going to go to Ellie, and I know there's a there's a shattered bowl involved. <laughs> I mean, unless you um, shove me out of the way or something, like I don't know. Um, I uh, need to be, I'm very small. <laughs> uh, Ellie, what do you want to do? Fuck. <laughs> I, I mean, I don't know that I have. You a don't have a lot of choice. You want to eat this this guy. Yeah, now, has I mean, has anybody else noticed that I'm being really, really weird? So I think everyone I, has. Yes. Because yeah. they, except they, for me. If she's gonna do this. She's gonna be dramatic as fuck. Right. Which means so, we're gonna have a couple of seconds of her being like, "You will die at my hands," <laughs> and like her like winding up. So if someone wants to interrupt, uh, yeah, yes, no, like, if not, would. Amanda would want to spare him. Okay, so here's what's going to happen, Ellie. You're going to roll an attack at disadvantage since um, Fernando is actively trying to stop you. If you manage to hit him with your disadvantage, he dies. His AC is 16. Okay. So we'll see what goes here. That's it. That's it. So, uh, you bring your dagger... Uh, as he's kneeling, he drags his head down, and you see Ellie clamber on top of him and slit his throat. Well, that's new. I was like, but she's being super dramatic. Like, so yeah. she has announced <laughs> she's doing it. She is wound up, and she makes a big, like, dramatic show out of it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So Arian's just thinking to herself, like, oh, maybe Dana won't just be mad at me now. <laughs> <laughs> oh. <laughs> we don't know that I have any choice in the matter. Like, I don't really yeah. have much choice in the matter. Uh, maybe yeah. my darkness isn't the choice that I have either. I've made that argument. So at this point, uh, Katya and the rest of the orcs, they roar in triumph as blood has been spilt and strength has been shown. Uh, and From the tiniest person on the from field. From the tiniest motherfucking person on the uh, battlefield. I really did not see it oh, going, oh. this guys. That's why I've stopped preparing. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, yeah. I, 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 yeah. it was the vampires... Esther would have been like, yeah, die. Yeah. I think my notes just say orc shit, and that's all I have. <laughs> yeah. So, so at this point... Um, like, does it the, end, like, immediately, like, you know, pawn far style, where, like, it ends right after the fight? Or does this, like, go on for some time? So uh, as soon as the, the knife slit happens, uh, the screen fades away. And when it reemerges uh, in the exposition, you see... Uh, Katya taking control of the spleen eaters inside of Big Bone Deep, uh, talking to your spouse, uh, Mariposa, and letting Juan Pablo go, uh, reigniting the um, alliance between uh, both uh, the orcs and uh, the other humanoids in Tilverton and surrounding. Well, Tilverton's gone. Half app and Griffin uh, Roost, or Griffin, whatever it is. Griffin Hill. Griffin Hill. Uh, and you learn from them that the Zentarum brought a powerful necromancer who you don't know his name, uh, or they didn't know his name. And to prove uh, their power to Lord Eris, they, he used a sphere of annihilation on Tilverton, completely decimating the town. Um, the orcs used that opportunity, seeing that the humans uh, were uh, shown as being the weaker of the two. 
uh, decided to uprise. That's when Vretkag uh, 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 took that opportunity to seize control. Uh, with your actions today, you were able to bring the orcs onto your side. However, you do realize that the orcs have a powerful artifact that causes uh, uncomfortable bloodlust in certain creatures. Mm-hmm. Um, so, a bittersweet uh, response to this. Uh, did you have any questions for Katya before we end tonight's session? Uh, hold on, I'm taking notes. Uh... Well, I mean, I'm not gonna pose them towards her. I'll mention it to Fernando, but like, what the fuck's up with this artifact? Yeah, um, Chris, what did you say? Sorry, just to backtrack a little bit. What did the necromancer use to destroy Silverton? A sphere of annihilation. Uh, if you guys remember when we had the um, the episode of the Dark Arena, where it was like a, a multiverse thing where you were all fighting each other. That's uh, right. The big ball that moves around and destroys everything in its way. That's, a, that's a one why that's familiar. That, one that in, inflates and takes over towns. Mm-hmm. I was like totally trying to like think of salt marsh and water deep. And- yeah, I was like, <laughs> I don't remember anything like that in like water deep or frost. <laughs> <laughs> no, 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 yeah. Sphere of annihilation, not great. Mm-hmm. So this artifact, did like Shibi and I remember what's going on, or were we kind of taken over, sort of by it? Uh, you, re- you're not, you don't. Um, how can I put this? You don't identify that the artifact is what caused it. You just realize being in this environment and all this yelling and screaming and bloodlust sort of got mm-hmm. to you. Mm-hmm. And then, okay. And you then do remember I... they were worshipping an art, uh, a thing, but that doesn't necessarily mean you understand that it came from that. Yeah. Well, no, but, but I'm just but thinking like... between Ellie and Chiaroscuro and the fact that I've been around other artifacts, like, Ellie is not really bloodthirsty, so, like... For her to say that it was the crowd, like that's like the environment in the crowd, like she would be suspicious because that's not. Uh, I mean, it, it make everyone sort of seen what happens. I'll say that as a group, like a hive mind with everyone together, you'd probably understand that. Yeah, the eye of Grumch makes people fucking nuts. Mm-hmm. Um, like I said, I was just thinking. I was like, I was like, that's, that's yeah, it's yeah. not very, it's not too. It's Ellie. very weird for Ellie. Yes, although I did like how you yeah. killed the dude. That was pretty sweet. <laughs> Um, okay. Uh, I think Fernando would want to talk to his mom and ask where they got that Eye of Grumsh from. That's... So, um... I don't know how close you've been with your mother. Um, uh, I know she was a caring parent while you were being Mm -hmm. raised in Tilverton and the surrounding areas, but I don't know how much she actually brought you into the Orcish culture. Um, but this Eye of Grumsh has been here for centuries, and mm. it's been worshipped by orcs uh, for millennia. Uh, Grumsh is the big, like I said, the big god of the orcs. And uh, as far as I know it, they are the keeper of this artifact. Mm-hmm. Like this specific clan is the keeper of the mm-hmm. artifact? The Spleen Eaters. Mm-hmm. Yes. And it's in the wiki, guys. I'm just saying. <laughs> I know. It's just. I believe you. Uh, what okay. a great decade. <laughs> uh, let's um, see. Let me see if there's I mean, anything that we missed here. Tilvatron was raised by his intern ne- necromancer with a sphere of annihilation. Yes. 
The mm -hmm. orcs liked Eris's show of power. Yeah. Uh, your husband was um, captured by the orcs. Yes. Yep. Yes. You figured that out. You didn't figure that out. You didn't figure that out. You got that one, though. What didn't we figure out? Uh, certain numbers of things. Most of it you got, though. <laughs> figure out. <laughs> All right. Okay. Um, we didn't go tracking the stone giants and things, so we didn't get that stuff. Yeah, yeah there's a few things that... Uh, you got quite a lot, though. Um, okay. So, realizing this, uh, you do have one less faction to worry about attacking Suzale. The orcs will do what they can to aid you. Yeah. However, uh, they're a little further north in this conflict, so they won't send mm -hmm. many uh, forces down. Okay. But you did, you did basically nip yeah. one in the bud, which could have been really bad. Can okay. we use them as an ally to send to the other tribes to try and sway them in our direction? Or just yeah, not you could. Attack. However, though, this, this battle with Cormier is happening, like, in your minds, like, in the next few days. So it, you, oh, they okay. wouldn't have time to, like, muster troops and bring them in, so to speak. Right. Like, next okay. week. I'm not saying muster troops. I'm sending, I'm saying, like, send somebody to the other tribes and be like, yo, these guys are actually super powerful. You shouldn't be on the other people's side. I'm going to say that you could have a possible new ally against Siric, but not against Eris. Mm -hmm. Does that make sense? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Cool. Yeah. Awesome. Like build. I get what I get. What Ryan is saying, like building yeah. allies in like the yeah, long. Yeah, you'll term. definitely have orcish allies. However, not mustered in time to deal with <laughs> this imminent threat. Uh, so gotcha. I know it's it's running a little long, guys. I'm going to end it tonight, but I did want to uh, tell you a little bit about next week how this is going to work. Some of you already know. Yes. Um, so next week we're going to start immediately at four, and this is going to be a game where it's mm -hmm. like we're going to divide into groups, and you're going to have like physical time limit. So mm -hmm. from four to five, you're going to have the group uh, where we combine all our clues. I kind of solidify some ideas with you, and then you divide into your teams. And then for the next hour intervals, three hour intervals after that, um, I'm going to have each team spend one hour on the adventure. Does that make sense? So it'll be one real-time hour that you'll have to defeat whatever challenges face you. Uh, and then at the end, I'll have one hour of break. I wrote this out. Here, here's the time table. So, four to five, introduction, where you guys figure your shit out. Five to six, mm -hmm. team one. Six to seven, team two. Seven to eight, team three. Eight to nine, DM break. And then nine to ten is our conclusion, where we all come back together for the narration of the end. Can okay. we continue to watch the other groups? You can. I'm just going to ask that you mute yourself. Sure. And if someone, gotcha. like, dies... <laughs> maybe not mention it to the other groups because it's all happening simultaneously. Yeah. I gotcha. Okay. Sound good? When do you decide who's in group? I would recommend you don't make too many decisions until we recollect our thoughts because mm -hmm. I'm going to sort of solidify some of the clues you got that might sway your decisions. I mean, you okay. can discuss amongst yourselves as much as you want, uh, but yeah. basically it's going to be three groups of four. Right. I just didn't know, like, have you decided who's... In no, the yeah, you get like, to decide. Surprise. Okay, okay. Uh, you've you've learned of a few... So there are fronts, basically, the way Eris is attacking. Um, mm -hmm. There's going to be more fronts than you can probably deal with, so you'll have to decide what you're going to deal with. I, I'm going to just gamify saying that you can't divide into any less than three groups, because if you have any mm -hmm. less than four people, you'll probably get killed. So okay. I'm going to say four is the lowest okay. group. Sound good? Okay. Yeah. 
that works. All right, guys. Season finale next week. Thanks for playing. Yeah, I'm excited. See you on Wednesday. Yay! Oh, yeah, Yay! Wednesday. Yeah, yeah, see you on it. Wednesday. <laughs> see you Wednesday. I have another campaign before that. Aye, aye, aye.